Hey everyone, welcome to the Hot Hits Wrestling Podcast. I'm Hitzer. I'm Hardy. And today we're joined by some special guests, uh, Mighty Dragon, as a unit. Oh, yes, yeah, hi. Yeah. Hi guys. Introduce nice yourselves. Nice uh, to see you again. Oh, yeah. Um, Mighty Mighty here. Yeah. Mighty Mighty. I'm Jane Fu. <laughs> and we, all, we also have... And we also have the Eurasian Dragon, who hopes that all of us will become the next like, team champions at yeah. SPW Repentless. Yeah, for me being a two-time champ and um, Eurasian Dragon, the most decorative man in Southeast Asia. The uh, most decorated, yeah. decorated. Yeah, pretty decorated <laughs> as well. Yeah, well, yeah, decorated. Well, interesting things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has like many titles. Uh, all, yeah, all so, so I am one, one uh, tag team title win away from uh, being able to call myself that. Uh, but that is a side thing, you know, like... like <laughs> Apparently, being in a team sport, you have to put the team first. Uh. So, like, if Mighty Dragon don't win the tag belt, then like, there's no point oh. to even consider thinking about being the most decorated man. Uh. Oh, wonderful okay. sense of family. Yeah. Yes, right. of course, of yeah. course. This is uh, you know, this is Saturday uh, morning cartoons back in its prime. You know, so how did Dragons. how did Mighty Dragon come about? Okay, so so uh, you're me telling about the fifth uh, anniversary. Yeah. So so our our boss because uh, Wrestle the Odds Three would have uh, been like. Like five years of us holding uh, live events, events uh, in mm-hmm. Singapore. Anniversary. Start, yeah, yeah, starting from like the very smaller 60 uh, people there on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was looking to, to see what would best represent uh, uh, SPW in the main event. So he, he put together me and my team to take on uh, the reform onslaught uh, with uh, Andrew Tang, the statement, and uh, mm-hmm. Destroyer Dharma. Mm-hmm. So... <coughs> he felt by throwing three of uh, the companies like uh, more notable names along with one of our uh, hottest prospects that would be a great way to like showcase like the 5th anniversary kind of match uh. mm-hmm. like uh, what the company is best known for and mm-hmm. then also like signs of its future to come uh, okay. someone like Destroyer Dharma so it was basically like by accident la. but then like me and Taufik are good friends then yeah. we, we team up Many we, times. Yeah, we knew him a numerous time before his, we know his debut. Dragon. His debut. Yeah, my debut was actually with him. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you started first. Uh, yeah, I, I started uh, with you the started original way bench. Not right. way before. La. Not so old. La, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you've been there the whole five years, that's so what you've been Yeah, saying. I've been yeah. there the, the whole time. So he came in like like uh, uh, about four years later. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. so he he was, uh, what's this? His debut match, I, I rescued him la, from like a GST. Uh, trying to attack him, oh, okay. so Another I came out. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, 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 mm. uh, stood up for him. Then we we tag team against them. It was a three on two, though. Yeah, time. so so this time round also was going to be like a three on two. Uh, cause Sane is on the outside, right? Yeah. So, so that that's how uh, uh, this Jane Fu got uh, come along introduced into the team lah. Because like in real life, she's uh, my girlfriend. Uh. Oh, so, okay. so outside the ring, she's your partner. Yeah, outside the ring, like like real <laughs> partner. So I thought, you know. I might not just ask the girlfriend to help me out with this. Uh. Okay. I might yeah, as well just okay. lend, a, lend a hand, like, like put a stop to the, the menace on the outside. Let's see how, how well this plan works. Uh. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Confident, I'm confident, I'm confident. I'm quite confident that Jane will do her job very well outside, making uh. sure Say Marish doesn't do anything stupid. Uh-huh. Take his chain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the chain. The I chain mean, is like, nasty, man. Do you see his recent Instagram post where he was. Uh, uh, writing down the hall of chain, all the different names he knocked out of the chain. Yeah. Like, he really was the first one to actually receive the chain. Oh, yeah, okay. I was. I was the first. Yeah, yeah so and like nice he's la. trying to make, uh, like he's just trying to make me or him the second on uh, mem- the member again of the chain effect. Oh. I'm like. I think the worst part is that you know, like by bringing the girlfriend out to ringside, uh, I'm actually 
knowingly putting her at potential risk and <laughs> danger. But, but she knows how to take care of herself. She knows how to take care of herself. And then this is uh, uh, probably our most uh, exciting and inexpensive date so far. Lah, you know? okay. Don't need to wear much clothes. <laughs> and then we will go to the ringside. You already have an event to go to. Yeah, I already got an event to go yeah. to. And then I got titles on the line yeah, somehow. Yeah, and then me and my friend trying to win the bells. Excitement, entry. Yeah, that's why. That's why. A, a touch of romance there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Like accompanying me to ringside. Then like, it's very nice of her. Yeah. Because Sane might hurt her, I hope mm. not. So if you're listening, Sane. Oh, yeah, that one for sure. I mean, like we, we, we were trying not to go there because it would be very unfair for us to, to speak the truth la, about Sane. <laughs> and the truth is that he would be manhandled by her. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking through his uh, social media posts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've seen a change in his demeanor and character. Yeah, because he's become like the champion, you see. A bit more arrogant, I feel. Yeah, he's very proud nowadays. Yeah, well, I mean, very like, proud. I think, I think that's why that that's also why there has to be a girl at ringside, you see. Because someone like Sane, right? Mm. He probably underestimates girls, lah. Yeah. That is the way I see uh, a person like this operating. Yeah. Okay, yeah. he's very arrogant, full of himself. But well, but what what is going to happen when he like tries to pick a fight with with this uh, seemingly quiet person and uh-huh. that? But I tell you seriously, he will have a pick a fight with the wrong person. <laughs> The truth is, right, I think in a match between Jane Fu, the newcomer wrestler, and Zayn mm-hmm. RH, the veteran who stole a belt and became a real like championship mm-hmm. main, right, I think it will easily be Jane Fu will walk out with the India <laughs> Intercontinental Championship. But I, um, I, I, I know. I know. Without doubt, man, because yeah. she could hang, like, you, you guys saw the debut, yeah, right? Yeah, really. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. she could hang with... She was fighting in a gypsy and, and crystal, or, I mean, they're all pretty good, but then... Uh, like she could have won lah, she could have won. But at the time she didn't know me yet, you see. So that's why she <laughs> right. I wasn't there to give her the advice on how to win the title. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Next time or next time? But yeah, next hopefully, time. Hopefully, next time, um, hopefully maybe like we can try to get her to face Casey. Oh, um, yeah. The wow. new champion. Oh, speaking of which, uh, before all this can happen, uh, Jane, you want to tell them uh, about your double duty at Repentless. Yeah. She's not just accompanying us oh, to okay. the Repentless match. Uh. Oh, you can only She's also doing right. something else. Yeah. She's challenged yeah, someone yeah. recently. Yeah, yeah, actually at Repentless, I've uh, challenged Alexis Lee Whoa. Yeah, to a match. That's Big like straight to the top, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, she's the only other girl, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there. And um, she's been, you know, hogging all the limelight oh. for all these years. Okay. And I think now that I'm here, alright. To you know, show everyone. We like this. We like this. We like this. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The cards coming together. Yeah, Very interesting. Together. The big question is, are you gonna walk her out? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't actually. We haven't actually spoken <laughs> about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there no, because I, I think I think I think the uh, it's best maybe for me to like uh, stay away from this match because. Uh, okay. Okay. I feel that uh, I have to put in all my focus when you come up against two regional class athletes like uh, MK and Afi. Yeah. We've been around from the start with me as well. So like, you know, growing up with Afi and MK, uh, you, you get to see them at their best and at their worst and all that. So you, you know mm. what to expect. Uh, and then, they are not the Southeast Asian Tag Team Champions for nothing. Uh. They are so, the Tag Team Champions because of Sin. So yeah. he is the biggest danger actually in this match. Uh. As yeah. much as MK and Afi will be dangerous. But, right? To be honest, will be the one to, 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 to be honest, to right? Talking. I really don't know. I really don't know what changes uh AMK mindset. Like they they was they were outside. They were side by side with us before. They were, but they on that show like somehow Sin got to them and like they turn on us. They yeah. become Judas. Yeah. Well, I think not so much Judas lah. People have <laughs> like uh, uh, people have bills to pay. People like want to like you know find means of success. Uh. So this is just their way. Uh. Uh, but I guess 
in retrospect, if they never teamed up with Sane, they probably would have never won a championship. Aye. Yeah, it's a fair statement. Yeah, it's a fair Because, I mean, they were, they were not going anywhere much. And uh, we already mm. mentioned um, uh, to them in like, our promos and all that, that we will defeat them at, at February 9th mm-hmm. uh, on the microphone uh, at the merchandise stand. Uh-huh. And last but not least, in the ring also. Oh, so, we, we will beat them flat in all three departments of being a professional wrestler. Okay. So... Mighty Dragon, right, when they, they threw us together, we, we, we took off pretty well. Uh, like the fans liked it, uh, the bosses liked it, the other mm. wrestlers liked it. So, uh, we realised that it's time to give this tag team thing another run. Because uh, he was a very successful tag team wrestler in Black Arrow. I am. Yeah. Like, he's the former tag team champion. Right? Yeah. But then, like, why not uh, uh, replicate the success, or if not surpass that success, with a different partner and a different outlook at uh, the tag team division. And if you see, like, if... If that happens, if, when, not if, but when, yeah. we win the belts, like, it shows that I'm a tactic, I'm a tactic specialist. Huh? Like, I can work with anyone and we still gain yeah. success. Yeah, that's right, that's right. He, yeah. he, he, he can probably work with a broom, with a maid, with, with a student, <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't matter doesn't who. Matter. Uh. And he has yeah. an actual rest of this time, yeah. thing, what point yeah. he can do. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's why, that's why, that's why. And now, now the tag team division is heating up. Like. Yeah. As you've seen in the last show, there's like a KNS debuting. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, the, every day, the SPW page receives applicants from uh, uh, tag teams from around the, the region, from around the world even. Mm-hmm. People from okay. the States, people from the UK, people from Poland, all these people all are like, like writing in uh, like to like, want to challenge uh, for the tag yeah. team championships. Mm-hmm. Like. You want so, Street Revolution, <coughs> like, like trying to... Uh, yeah, especially the, the, those guys from Australia Street Revolution, they wrestled uh, a few shows Mm. Yeah. They are pretty uh, The fans uh, love to hate them yeah. And they are always like like Trying to find ways to uh, Come to our show uh, Mainly because they want to be the tag team champions of Southeast Asia. So, so this division has heated up quite a lot Especially during the run of uh, uh, Him and his partner Black Arrow yeah, uh, Locally yeah. it was very hot the, the tag team matches were what fans were paying tickets To come and see And uh, over in Thailand when Bad Company carried the belts for a year They really elevated it because they were working with Top Japanese talent, top yeah. regional talent defending the titles everywhere so like it's reached a point where where I dare say um, it is on par with the heavyweight title the SPW the, the okay. in terms of interest and prestige in terms of oh, yeah. interest prestige uh, um, <coughs> I think I think this match we are we are attracting a lot of attention uh, uh, to, 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 to the show and all that even though there are other big matches also mm-hmm. announced you see oh. so uh, I think the tag team division is, is, is something to look out for not just in SPW around the world yeah. especially the, the you we were talking about this before exactly. right? the young bucks are yeah. revolutionising the business mm-hmm. yeah. maybe you want to share about how wrestlers are becoming more enterprising such as yourself like, such as other people out there like why be uh, the young bucks like you see them every time they print out shirt they make money yeah. every time they sell something they make money like it's how they represent themselves Mm. Um, like how they represent themselves in social media, mm-hmm. how they represent, like they have their own YouTube show, being yeah. the elite. Yeah. Like they, yeah, they think of being wrestlers as like uh, not just as, as a profession, but as a business. business. Yeah, yeah, they think of themselves as a brand, the way they market themselves and merchandise. Yeah, that's what like myself and Asian Dragon have been trying to do for years and years. Yeah, we are studying how <coughs> the young bucks. Uh, doing business and game money out of it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it, it's reached a, a turning point where there are a number of us who have been doing this for a period of time already. You see, mm-hmm. and of course, uh, when you start out in an industry such as pro uh, wrestling, right, where nothing is for certain, 
uh, at the beginning you you tend to do a lot of things pro bono because uh, uh, you want to get your name out there you want exposure and then you you just want to get your feet wet in the industry so pro bono is fine because you're hanging on to uh, you know the hooks of passion and stuff like that but after a while when you when you start doing this for a while you realize that it is about time to to uh, show what you are worth because uh, ultimately this is the wrestling business you make it everything. Yeah. yeah. And then and then now it starts you it's you start to generate a small income from it. And then you obviously like since you're so passionate about it, why not like generate an income larger mm. so that eventually everyone can uh live their dreams of you know, leaving their day jobs and doing this full time. Yeah. Uh the young bucks are really pointing the industry in the right direction because Alright, think about this, think about this. Yeah, wait, sorry, hold on okay. a moment. So so like, <laughs> the, the, the young bucks are really pointing the industry in the right direction now with like everyone starting to look out for themselves more everyone starting to negotiate better with uh, promoters or, or media partners yeah. or whatnot. and uh, I think it is a matter of time before pro wrestling starts to permeate uh, the fabric of like uh, you know pop culture mm-hmm. to a larger extent and all that especially with the successors of like the rock John Cena and all yeah. mm-hmm. so it, it's a it's a global community effort from the top down from the the peaks of WWE to like the grassroots levels of yeah. SPW, but, but I think it, was, it also gives wrestlers an option saying that like yeah. WWE is not the only game in town. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Can be so, your own game. As I was trying, like young bucks, uh, like they like everybody like thought indie wrestling is like oh it's just a place for you to like cra- uh, craft your mm. craft your uh, arts and all yeah. before the WWE. Like developmental, yeah. So it's like the yeah. developmental before developmental before yeah. the main the show itself. Yeah. But like Young Bucks sh- shows that they don't need to, they don't need the WWE to earn money. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like they are earning very well right now. That they don't like as if like if WWE gives them a contract, they like super kick away. Like mm-hmm. nah. I mean, they can they are in a better place. To negotiate their contract. Yeah, no, and it's all down to the entrepreneurial kind of endeavors. Yeah. I mean, one thing about being an indie wrestler that we know from watching the Young Bucks and other wrestlers like you guys, um, is the freedom. You know, the, mm. the freedom for you to create your own characters, create your own story. Or forge your own path. Yeah. Forge your own path. Speaking yeah. of uh, <clears throat> freedom and uh, uh, forging, you know, like characters and tag team wrestling mm. and all that, I think another great example is, uh, you see, uh, Matt Hardy, yeah. Uh, when he became the broken man, Hardy. Yeah. And then like, like wow, if you, if you watch some of those indie shows he was on during uh, his run as broken man, Hardy the first time round, the fellow got his whole family book. La. You see at ringside, you'll see like the wife, his his kid, yeah. and his uh, his father-in-law who is like the same. Is that Benjamin? Benjamin, right? Yeah, and, and, and then like his brother Jeff and him wrestling in the ring. So like, isn't that a dream or not? Uh? Yeah. Uh, these people have revolutionized tag team wrestling and, and I mean, we all know the Hardys are already great <coughs> to begin with. Exactly. And then they took it a step further. Mm-hmm. They're getting the whole family booked on like free holidays and then they get, you know, everything is so encapsulated. It's, it's become that lifestyle yeah. and then yeah. you're providing a, a fun time for your family and you're earning money at the same time. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think uh, all these great tag teams are leading the way. People like us are humble enough to like just follow. Yeah. If we can get just like a fraction of that success, we'd be really grateful and all this. So uh, yeah, we still like like doing the hustle here in the Asian scene, uh, like uh, SPW, I mean, AWE, uh, all the region. We're trying. We're trying our best to build up a name in the Southeast Asian region. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even though like we've been uh, like he's been doing this for five years, I've been doing this like three to four. Mm-hmm. Um. There's still a lot of work needs to be done. To make it successful, 
That is very true, Big T. Anyway, we all call him Big T uh, ah. just now. Because, uh, um, what, what is that about? Taufik? Yeah, because yeah, his name is Taufik okay. in real life, right? Uh, and then he's also like the Undertaker in the SPW lives. community. Lies! Everyone is lies. terrified of him. Ah, okay. That's all lies, man. So he's like, he holds the wrestler squad. He's in charge of everything. So like, Big T is like, he's really respected like the Undertaker. But he's a big man. And then he moves so well, right? I mean, you all have seen like, how well. You've seen him do sumo with Hoshi Tango. He a fight with like, Ho-Ho. Ho-Ho Lun is the half that size. So like, like this guy, he's uh, he's really treated as like the Undertaker. The, the okay. kids are all like terrified of him. I'm not the Undertaker. All the the, the, the new students who join the school, they come in, they are so terrified. No. Of him. <laughs> even like even my girlfriend here used to be like, wow, what's this guy? Wow, he's like you know like like he's a really tough guy to please. Uh. Okay. And that's great for the business because. I think this guy is just like leading the next generation and like finding out if you are bullshit or if you are the real. <laughs> alright, alright. Whether right. you are prepared wow. to like do this, you know. So the gatekeeper, oh, no. he's no, the no, gatekeeper. No, yes. No, yes. he yes. should be the gatekeeper because yes, he's been yes. here longer than. <laughs> oh no, no, it's not a matter of like seniors or, or like you know how long you've been doing this. It's like who is the best person for the job and all mm. that, lah. You're so, dragon putting over. Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, like, like, uh, for for me, like, I think my my best talent is maybe talking to like podcast hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Making people like laugh on a personal level, this kind of thing, just like like bring some smiles and laughter. But a uh, big T, he is really uh, a, an architect in the truest sense of right, the word. Right. Uh, not not the, the, the Seth Rollins kind of like funny <laughs> nickname they gave him uh, mm-hmm. in the Monday Night Raw show. Mm. But Big T really, he's uh, uh-huh. thinking and he's planning for the future. Of, All right. Like, yeah. Singapore Pro Wrestling. Okay. He's helping a lot of kids, and, and many of these kids, uh, they will always say that he's. The big inspiration to, to them, lah. Nah, man. Yeah. A lot. I mean, like a lot of people hate me, though. No, 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 no. Nobody hates you. No, the fans. Nobody hates you. No, no, no. Nobody hates you. We loved you. We want to love baby face. Everybody loves baby face all the way, man. It's just trying. He's just trying to like, like draw some. What the unnecessary, like you know, like humble, humble. Yeah, just humble brag a bit. Humble brag. Humble brag. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, they called him out. They called him out. I'm not humble bragging, man. I'm just saying. He's the tag team specialist. That's what he said. Right? Yes, okay, I'm gonna win this belt yeah. too. You're Richard but, Dragon, but, it, but it, and then but I'm gonna be a tag team specialist. Isn't it true? Like I will be the two-time champ. Two-time. I will be the guy that who holds more tag titles than a lot of people than in the region. Uh, but then the peanuts and golem ties will hold it twice. Oh yeah, I, I mean, like, well, like lose it and then win it again for the sake of it, <laughs> which is counterproductive by the way. I have always felt that. If you go around telling people that I'm an X number of time, like, yeah, you've seen that many times. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Jerry Lawler, but uh, his son Brian Christopher is like the 24 something, 20 something time USWA. Yeah, it's a bit much. That is, much. That is crazy yeah. saturated. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. How do you keep getting a more championship trucks when you keep losing <laughs> it immediately? Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> Like, like you know, honestly, my ideal kind of career is maybe like uh, I, I I win yeah like like the tag team championship all the way until retirement maybe yeah. and then like uh, well, the Singapore well, championship. Well, 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 that, well, that is the aim of every yeah every. Time. Then that should be the aim of every guy, right, man. Yeah. Like the Singapore championship, I just win it for a second time and I hold it all the way to retirement. Yeah, double belt retirement. Mm. You know, like I mean, like that's your job, done, man. You won all the matches. I mean, like, I don't mind. I mean, like. 
like the second time shall be my last time holding the belt all the way yeah, to the I think, I think that's a good idea I shouldn't, I shouldn't be saying like, that's a good oh, way to start I like that mentality it's a good mentality if more if more people put that kind of mentality going into their matches where they are seeking the win and like you know actually winning titles Instead of uh, uh, trying to, to like for some reason you know like make it a level fight with an opponent, mm-hmm. then it'll be a lot better uh, because like uh, the people actually look like you know they're contesting a game, which is what people are paying to see in the first place. Yeah, of course, a yeah. game like between you know yeah. like 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 two uh, athletes, yeah. two brave strong warriors, yeah. And obviously, like these two brave, strong warriors should be seeking to finish each other as soon as possible or in the most effective way possible, rather than. Uh, Trying to play a game within a game, basically. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, with EMK, we just both of us like thinking like, wham, bam, bye, bye. Yeah. Like, we want to finish it as fast. It's great, man. Like, just in, out, no. done. That, that yeah. kind of. No, thing. we want to finish as fast as possible against yeah. them, man. We like. Yeah, we we want to like like curtain to curtain, go in, pick up the championships, come back out, oh. go to the merchandise table, sell some shirts during the Andrew Tang and Rene Dupree match to people who are going to the bathroom. <laughs> and that's what we want. We want to start work early. We want to try to sell out all our shirts as fast as possible and then we want to close shop for the night. Yeah, okay. you know, I mean, like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, like, go for the, the free dinner from the promoter and all this. Like, who okay, who, like, who, who would want to win a match as quickly as possible? Yeah, yeah. Right. Correct, right. So, so some people uh, will, will, will tell us funny things, you know, you hear sometimes like, yeah. hey man, my dream is to put on a 20-minute classic or a 30-minute classic like, is that an oxymoron? What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Aren't we supposed to be here to win our matches? Like as, like, as possible, quickly like, as possible. Yeah. Because it's like doing work fast and then like lip out. Right? Well, you need to fight. Like, like, yeah. you need to fight. Like, in a fight, you need to finish your opponent off as quickly as possible. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so so like like sometimes we hear certain things and then like we will be confused, you see. Because yeah. like, what are they talking about? Like Okay. Okay, yeah. I mean like like how like how bad the bad guys, the heels, mm-hmm. like keep on beating up beat both of us up to a point like uh, it took uh, like it took like a while but like it took like almost three seconds uh to beat someone like what is almost what he almost did. Uh, to Dali Nama, but instead of peeling, he ended up tagging me in. Yeah, yeah. A hot tag. Yeah, hot yeah. tag. Yeah. Oh, yeah, speaking of that, um, like, fun fact about that main event. Yeah. yeah. The last do you realise, like, four ethnic. Uh, yeah, four ethnic was we involved. We commented, we commented it on the last, the last time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good representation of Singapore. It really was the fifth year anniversary <laughs> match. And even in this upcoming match, we have all four ethnicities because uh, MK from the other team, Chinese, yeah. uh, uh, Jane, she's Chinese as well. Yep. Uh, I'm half Chinese, I'm, I'm also half Eurasian, so yeah. like, I'm, that's that. I'm Malay. He, he's Malay and mm-hmm. St. RH is actually Indian. Indian. He's if you look at his IC, yeah, we, we can show you an old thing. <laughs> <movie. laughs> this is Indian, so like, right, like, right, like, right. like, like four of Singapore's uh, races are represented yeah. in a title match mm-hmm. to determine the future of oh. the Southeast Asian tag team scene. Plus, you have yeah. women too, so you know. Yeah, yeah so we are progressive across all boards. It's, it's, oh, it's very progressive what we are doing, having her at ringside, yes. her at such dangerous <laughs> risk. And the best part is she's revolutionizing the, the female uh, division in Singapore because she's competing like. Practically like one and a half times lah. Because mm-hmm. like outside the ring, 90% chance that you have to get involved in the match. Let's face it. I have watched wrestling since 11 years old yeah. and it has like, never changed. Whenever people are outside the ring, uh, like, 
90% chance they will have to get involved. Like, yeah. like if you see yourself, so, man, like maybe who knows that she will pull off a Lita. Uh, oh, so so she's a Hurricane Rana? Yeah, yeah, you never yeah. know. You never know what kind of move she's, she has up her sleeves. And remember, Hurricane Rana. And remember, remember, she, she just started. Nobody knows her much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so she, she can surprise. Yeah, mm-hmm. Saint RH, he, he's going to get got. No, he's, he's gonna. He he wouldn't know what hit him. A M A M K will be completely uh, befuddled. No, they will be astounded. You know? Sure, flabbergasted. S- right, straight right. up, straight up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they wouldn't know what hit them. And then like it is at that moment when we will capitalize. Uh, because we we know a high chance you'll get involved. We know hundred percent chance you'll get involved. <laughs> Referee Sodic is inattentive as at hell. Time. As <laughs> hell, as hell. In the last minute, I was trying to I was yeah. trying to tell him like. Hey, uh, Onslaught are beating up on one man and he can hear the sounds of Andrew and, and Dama, like, you know, the sounds of them beating him together. <laughs> yeah, 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 beat, beating. He never turned around. He was more focused on keeping me out of the ring. I don't understand. Like, he said, like, it's, it's fair. Something, it's all referees are like that. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they should, I mean, they should like, be sent. I mean, it's like, I mean, like the ref, I mean, they should the be sent back to refereeing school. I don't, I don't think, think, that, that, it's not I don't think there is no referee school. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Who knows? Like, you there's no referee school. Ref, there's a wrestling school, but there's no yeah. referee school. Yeah. The referee school. The referee are all like. Of referees. Yeah. The referees are all like. The, the most I've seen backstage Joe. is like. <laughs> referee Sodic sometimes we briefing, or sometimes we've got some Chinese boys become referees. Okay. So I've seen him briefing like a couple of those boys, la, like just like, like talking to them, smiling. Eh? And that is the refereeing school. La. <laughs> oh, that's it. I think that is yeah, the refereeing school. A quick briefing down in yeah. like, okay. You wear the white, you wear the white <laughs> collar, and then uh, the, the black color pants. Yeah. Yeah. You just gotta be really good at burpees because you're sliding down, yeah. tapping the mat, and jumping back up. Though, to be fair, I mean, a lot of wrestling matches are entertaining because of ineffective referees. I know. Right? I know. That is yeah. Unfortunately for people like uh, Mighty Mighty and myself, those people who carry like good attitude as opposed to like people who carry bad attitude. Mm-hmm. Take advantage. Take advantage. Yeah, they take advantage of yeah. the situation, you see. And then like, like people like us, we, can, we always have that moral choice whether or not to like just like, you know, screw it and go with the flow. What but you take the high road. road. But we always take the high road. Yeah. Yeah. We believe in like winning the titles right. The right way, man. All right. We have fair to win the right yeah. way, man. Although oh, no, admittedly, right, like, <laughs> wrestling referee school is a great reality show idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would absolutely watch that. Actually, that is a very good idea. Maybe yeah. maybe uh, uh, I can speak to, to some people and yeah. we can get this we off can the try, ground. We can try. We can try. We shall not yeah. like go further into it. But it yeah. all uh, draws back into the, the, the young bunks needing the way thing. Yeah. And yeah. we're always thinking of other ways where we can like also improve ourselves outside the ring. Right, we try say, to monopolize uh, ourselves yeah. in a lot of aspects. Yeah. Right. Besides merchandising, how else are you monopolizing yourself? Uh, social uh, media. Uh, social media. Uh, uh, mm. Monetizing, you mean maybe like yeah, monetizing. Yeah, we we, yeah. we we just like uh, uh, there are some of our boys like appearing in shows on like Surya and small like no, small roles. Offbeat, yeah. offbeat, oh, all right, all right. little uh, Easter egg cameos here and there. Huh? Every little bit of exposure counts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we have like and some uh, uh, people who like you know like 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 Jane for example. She's a musician. Mm-hmm. You see, so she like like gets a name out there in the music field and then people from there when they start discovering like, hey you also do wrestling and then that's the crossover appeal yeah. fantastic yeah. yeah so so it works like, both ways uh, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly exactly yeah. for our listeners who don't know Jane actually just recently had her first match yeah, yeah. Uh, how did you get into wrestling and how did that first match you know come about oh um 
Well, to be honest, it was kind of an accident. Oh, she's not a wrestling fan, actually. You'd be surprised. No. Yeah. No, yeah. no, she's not a fan. Don't worry, there's many of those out there. You know, one of our trial classes, oh, SPW yeah. trial classes. So it was something that, because uh, she's like trying out different fitness schools or fitness types, combat classes kind of thing, so she chanced upon it. So she, you, you just got into it just for the fitness aspect of it, right? Yes. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. How did that develop from there? Did you develop the passion from there, or <laughs> we, uh, we not really passion? It? It's like one day the one day the promoter just like oh, push okay, it. okay, Jane, are you yeah. free on the so and so SPW reload? This will be your name, uh, preferably I wouldn't say lah. Yeah. I, I don't like to mention names lah. No, but anyway, yeah. the, the, someone like asked her, okay, Jane. So maybe uh, in the, the October show you do. <laughs> like, and Jane you like free? became a ah, are you free? Yeah. And then she suddenly found herself fighting for a regional women's championship, yeah. which is a great way to debut. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was, she was the first eliminated because she didn't know me back then. Oh, okay. If she knew me, I think she would be maybe the last two, last three. Maybe, maybe, like, maybe Casey, want... if Casey came out, like, she would have been taken out. Like, no, I mean like... Would... Russian leg sweep, Russian leg sweep. Like, maybe, maybe Jane could have a word or two on like, how she thought about her match. Jane, how do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel that? Yeah, match? it was a debut, but you should, you should just, just talk, share a bit about the match. Yeah. Me, of course, my first match, so, you know, natural to be a bit nervous, yeah. new environment to me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, at the same time, very exciting. Ah, yeah. But it was one of the bigger SPW shows as well, you know, huge yeah. crowd. Oh yes, what well, a big he, step for the match. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Done. He done at that show. Yeah. yeah, so that that crowd was like larger than the other shows, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Six hundred people. It was yeah. almost close, bordering to seven hundred. We had Damn. new chairs upstairs. Yeah, I mean, we were on the second floor. Yeah, 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 yeah we had to oh, like, okay. bring bring new chairs in. Oh, but we had a great great view. Fantastic view. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. nice like, to see yeah. from that point yeah. of view. So. And now we're going to be having a second match in uh, on February 9th, right? Yeah, yeah which will be quite Alexis. different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, your first one-on-one one one match one on one, yeah, yeah. We'd love to see Alexis and you... Yeah. Oh, I'm out. looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. She, she's already laid down the law la, in her upcoming promotional video. She, yeah. she yeah. basically just highlighted uh, many aspects about the Alexis character that uh, are fragile and uh, actually born out of circumstance rather than skill. So mm. that is Jane Fu's gripe with Alexis Lee, basically. Oh, okay. Interesting. Personally, Alexis Lee is a friend. She's uh, worked her ass off and all that. She, I think she deserves like being where she is right now, but Jane just like holds up a different kind of mirror to uh, the Alexis Lee worldview. And you'll like, see it in a promo. The, from a from people, women's perspective. Yeah, yeah from you know, because Like, there were, yeah. pe- there were people come and go like, we have TJ, mm. she only had one match and she left, which is a perfect score because she never lost a match. Mm. She won yeah, she's the in SPW. She, she should <laughs> be fighting the Aiden Rex for the Singapore <laughs> Championship <laughs> one day. Yeah, Come back for a one-shot deal against Aiden Rex. Uh. And then, and then, so like, O has got to go. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then like we have this wrestler called Tyra Rusami, mm. yeah. and she left uh, to return back to Thailand. Okay. Yeah. And like, did she hurt herself? Did, like, she got injured, right, during a show, sadly. Oh, no. Yeah, she yeah. broke her arm. Ow. Yeah, we, uh, we wish her luck, but yeah. we wish her a speedy yeah, recovery. We wish her a speedy recovery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we wish her a yeah. speedy recovery. But, yeah, now we have Jane Fu, yeah. who is like the fourth <laughs> women trained under SPW and uh, debut. When, 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 when... Uh, oh, yeah, there are two more, right? I, I'm not sure there are two more or anything, but I think one of the most exciting things uh, I found out about Jane when I was like, going out with her uh, is uh, when she said that she wasn't a fan 
No. You know, before this? Yeah. Because uh, so many success stories have uh, have uh, come out of such situations. People mm-hmm. like Bill Goldberg, yeah. yeah. People like Sting. You see, these guys were like discovered in the Atlanta area or something, mm-hmm. like, yep. hanging out or some, yeah. some in gyms stuff. And stuff. Yeah, in yeah. gyms and their like, new friends were restless. Like was yeah, 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 he had injury and stuff, right? And, exactly. and Sting was in into bodybuilding but mm-hmm. he hung yeah. out at a nightclub or a, a gym that the wrestlers were yeah. mm-hmm. and they just pulled him along for training and then they give these people training. Yeah. yeah. And then they turn out like much better than expected because they are blank canvas coming in. Yeah. You see? They uh, don't have already like preconceived notions. They don't notions, have preconceived you know? notions about yeah. what yeah. pro wrestling <laughs> is. Okay. No, they not. do not know like, like what is supposed to be like the you know the, the, the good versus bad or like what rules are, uh, mm. constitute the game. Yeah. And and, and that really um, uh, gives them you know more freedom without being married to ideas mm. yeah. to create something uh, of substance. Uh. Yeah. Something truly original sometimes. Especially in the case of Sting, I'm a huge fan of Sting. Yeah. Mm. My promoter hates Sting. What's the <laughs> at the WrestleMania viewing party a right. few years ago, Sting versus Triple H. Yeah, 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 My yeah, promoter yeah. was cheering heavily for Triple H every time he was. No. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he was That's how much he doesn't like Sting. He wow. hated Sting. And then when Sting lost he he, he like celebrated. Yes, yes, yes. 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 <laughs> then we were like, oh, oh, why do you hate Sting so much? <laughs> yeah, right? I don't get it. Yeah, I love Sting. I mean, like, like some people have their own takes on like how <coughs> certain uh, like how this person perceive as mm-hmm. like um I'm not sure like, because it was a few years ago. Mm. If I'm not wrong, he said he Sting is like a mixture of the Undertaker and a few other wrestlers, mm. and like. He, that's why he doesn't like because he doesn't see any originality. Like oh yeah, from Crow. Right. Oh yeah. yeah so I mean, he he's, he's the direct ripoff of the Crow more than any yeah, other wrestler. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah. he doesn't yeah. like. That's why he say like he doesn't see any originality. That's why he hates Sting. Yeah. Okay. Even when he was a surface Sting, it was uh, he looks exactly like Ultimate Warrior. Mm. Yes. Half the pain though. Yeah, half the pain. <laughs> but I understand what he means by it. it's just a mix and match of various caricatures from everywhere. Big copy yeah. of this. I, I guess I get that but you know good but, worker but, but, but you'd be surprised when uh, uh, a few years ago we had a chance to have a dialogue with Booker T huh? and then like we asked him advice <laughs> on the business you know okay. and then he said uh, he gave us various nuggets of advice but one of the things that stood out the most was uh, how to go outside of the business and right. draw from there mm. especially from movies or from music uh, from books or, or, or comics or whatever because like this one will give you like like newer concepts uh, uh-huh. to arrest your audience with and all that. We love so, Bukati. Yeah, yeah, Bukati yeah. is like like uh, one of those guys that really showcase longevity in the business. Uh. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. like three decades like on top of the game and all that. So He's the like, best WWE commentator now. <laughs> best slash worst. <laughs> the most entertaining comment. It's entertaining because so many things he says doesn't make sense. But it's entertaining. I, I, I like the one uh, he did with Kevin Nash on the TNA episode when they were running the show. Oh, and then they oh, called yeah, themselves yeah. Uh, what? Uh, uh, I forget the name. Something, yeah, something, and Black Snow. Then he was Black Snow or something. <laughs> like that. It was like really hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, and but like YouTube has like removed a lot of those content for some reason. <laughs> but, only, like, but the content they didn't remove was called Steiner announcing that show. Yes, oh, because it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Like, to all, uh, listen up, you rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I was like laughing like in my uh, office. Like, like I just stumbled upon it uh, today. Like, <laughs> They're like, can't mm. be Scott Steiner doing math. Yeah, if Scott Steiner math is funny, Scott Steiner English is really funny. Oh man! <laughs> oh, don't even start, don't even start how he, he do his mathematics. Yeah, yeah, that's what he Speaking of TNA, last night I, I found I, one of these videos on YouTube, Autoplay. Uh-huh. It was, uh, I think it 
think about 10 years ago or something like 11 years ago 2007 little lockdown match oh. and the match was filled by an all-star cast man there's really? like AJ Styles Samoa Joe mm. uh, Kurt Angle Christian Cage mm. uh, wow like, it's an old match abyss but at that time like almost everyone in that match went on to become legends but somehow I think Impact Wrestling had it on their YouTube so that was a pretty good watch so mm-hmm. in case if your listeners are interested in finding something recommended to watch that was a great spectacle of a match oh, nice. yeah, very nice it? brawl yeah. and all that. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't really caught the DNA product in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I haven't been watching much of uh, 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 modern pro wrestling of late. Like, the stuff I watch are like, like vintage WWF uh, stuff. It's quite, yeah, if you really. NWA stuff of the mm. 80s. Mm. Memphis Wrestling, Memphis Wrestling. I think I mentioned yeah, in the last time. Like, if you guys realize, like, our style are basically most, uh, mostly, like, uh, comes off from those. Uh, those days I think we showed you the, the artwork of our next t-shirt that we are yeah. launching at the show no, like, it's yeah. a very Saturday uh, it's a Saturday AM morning morning uh, cartoon yeah, yeah. yeah you know? like, like, I think, I think that, that's what we are trying to go for like, we are drawing from the positive vibes of the 80s and the 90s okay. yeah. Yeah. stuff from you know Saturday morning cartoons then you got like, like you know there's the, the uh, female character and then you've got yeah. the lead characters more to speak and then you've got the, the big bad character the big strong guy and all that you got all the archetypes big, down yeah you got all the archetypes <laughs> down yeah. Yeah. so like like we, we're trying to reach like uh, broader audiences by, by combining our appeals in a very Saturday morning like uh, way uh, you know, from the design to the way we operate and to the way we try to take out all these other tech it'd be cool like we like it evolves into like an animation show. Yeah. Like oh, that would be so good. That would be so good. That would be so good. Mini New Japan has done that with anime sometimes. Yeah, like like right now if they're How rock and wrestling? Yeah, yeah. Right now if there are any animators listening on that, please give us a shout out. Let's get to talking and let's try to put some pen to paper. Just get just get hot hits to like give you our context. My my Mighty Dragon the the cartoon show or something. And then there's like Jane Fu said of the week and she, teaches, segment of the she, week. she teaches like morals and stuff like morals okay, okay children you should know to never steal from your neighbour look at Larry here and then like the little boy goes to the windowsill of his neighbour Larry spots a wallet at the window what should Larry do then, right here yeah yeah, yeah. And then, oh, yeah. Then, then little Larry reaches the hand out to the window ah uh-uh, Larry mm-hmm. Jane Fu does not like it when you are naughty. And then, <laughs> and then like little Larry like moves the handbag and walks away. Little Larry behaved well to me. Me <laughs> like little Larry. You have like this one small segment. Because the rest of the show is like wrestling. Me and Biggie, uh, we no we're using wrestling moves but on like monsters and aliens. Yeah. Uh, Saint RH can be the skeletal, is he? We're already set to go. We're already set to go. The overarching villain? Not bad. Yeah. 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 So um we've actually learned a lot about um the Union Dragon and the last time we interviewed yeah. him. We yeah. learned a bit of Jane. Uh, can we get to know more about the Mighty Mighty? Oh, Mighty sure. Mighty. Yeah. He's from Motown, guys. From Motown. <laughs> Motown, Motown, yeah. Yeah, so uh, how did you get started in the business and how's it been so far? Well, I I one day yeah. One day I was like watching uh watching for like wrestling schools like because I was bored mm-hmm. and I want some excitement in my life. Uh-huh. So like Hey, I didn't know that Singapore has one. Yeah, yeah. So like I checked and like contacted a few guys and like okay, then I talked to Andrew the statement, like how I want to like like join wrestling but but at that point of time like you know financial woes, this and that because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just a teenage boy at that point. Yeah, okay. But yeah, after that like 
there was an opportunity uh, came up, uh, which is collision, one of the events where he has Sima Ayon and Sajid Dutt. Mm-hmm. Um, like he was asking whether should I take pictures. Like, oh, it's not that photographer. Yeah, I mean like, uh, to be honest, like, I don't take much pictures, but okay. scenes, and like, like my quality isn't that good, <laughs> but since you give me free tickets and like adjusting, you should, 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 might as well just take. <laughs> so I like call my friend and like, hey dude, let me your camera. Like, you know how to operate the camera? <laughs> give me the camera. Like, okay, okay. Then that day I like start training, like shooting like random things. Okay. Like, like, stumble upon Zima, you know, like taking pictures of Zima, you know, and such like, like holding hands, like this, gripping each other hand like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I'm like, okay, I'm good to go. Then like, when it happens right in front of my eye, like, okay, oh shit, what's going to happen? Oh no, oh no, wait, I missed this part, wait. How am I going to take more pictures? How am I going to take good pictures when a lot of action yeah. going on? Like, I respect the photographers that took our pictures. Yeah. yeah. Like, they did a great job capturing the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that wasn't my cup of tea. Right. <laughs> like, a lot of pictures were like, blurred. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pictures were like, bad angles. I I'm like, oh no. Yeah, it's just artistic. I'm like, how am I going to, how am I going to like, tell them that, oh, these are bad pictures. But you know what? I tried my life like just then. Mm-hmm. But they're okay with some of the pictures. Some of the pictures were good, some of the pictures like not that good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could cherry pick some of the gems. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Yeah. Like um but then like the Andrew Tang was like asking, Do you want me to try you'll go for a trial class? I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Before the trial class on Monday, there was a session on Saturday where he invited me to like come. And like one of the three people that went was there was uh, Sean, uh, which is Trexus, mm-hmm. um, Caleb, and the Rishin Dragon. He was there. He the was Rishin there. Dragon, yeah. And then at the very first session, we saw him. Uh, we whatever we could teach him, uh, he just picked it up very fast. Mm. He okay. was truly like a, a young Mark Calloway, the Undertaker. Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah, he truly uh, was. Yeah. He was just picking it up really fast. Nice. Nice. He had a good presence to him, and within two months, he was called up to debut. Wow. He's the, to was, today, he is like the fastest. Yeah, to that, get called that, was, that was quite shocking to me like, because I wasn't. Yeah, in the like, uh, meeting room, the booker suddenly just turned him and told him he was getting a shot, not just uh, there, but he would be fighting in the, the semi final, the co main event. Yeah, I'm like, oh no. Yeah. Oh. Why did I put myself into it? Like, but I take that opportunity, but come on, uh, opportunity is there, take it. Yeah, yeah. Then, not, do not like. Then, uh-huh. then came the, the problem with the name, the name. Right. Yeah, yeah the name. How did they come up? Yeah. The name. Yeah. Um, Means all right. Like, car name, like, yeah, like the booker. Yeah. Like, tell, uh, like send me a e- bunch of email, uh, email with names and. Suggestions. Yeah, yeah. suggestions. Yeah. Like, Mr. Saturday Night. <laughs> because. The show oh. was running on Saturdays that point of time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh like yeah, you know. Then oh, like uh, rope uh like Motown Jack. Oh wow! Okay. Like, okay. like okay. something like Fro, like something oh, Afro okay. Fun wow. or something like that. <laughs> All right. And then there was the last one, which is Mighty Mighty. Oh okay. Yeah. I was like, you know what? My so I my so I take Mighty Mighty. Like, I discussed with him, I discussed with him, like, okay, I'll take my money as a name. Yeah. But apparently, 
there was a story behind Mighty Mighty that I just found out recently. Oh, Would really? you like to tell? Sure, I actually I don't know the story at all. Oh no, don't lie to me, man. No, you, no, really you, got, you broke it to me when you say like it came from, from a song. Oh yeah, yeah, I found like a, a song on Spotify called Mighty Mighty. Right. And then the cover photo of the song, like, uh, actually you can check on your Spotify. Why don't you check it now for yourself? Yeah. I mean like that, I mean like, Okay, there is a guy. Uh, there is a jazz singer in the early nine. Uh, in the early um twentieth century, because mm-hmm. we are in twenty first now, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There is this black jazz singer called Baby Huey. Right. Yeah. And scarily enough, yeah, it re- really resembles me. Ah. Like the features, not the hair though. Not the hair. He has an afro. Yeah. But yeah, he has an afro. Yeah. But the features though is really like I take a look at like you see me from the other life. What? <laughs> Reincarnation of baby. <laughs> yeah. So uh so that's where the name came from. I um, mean like it, it there was song uh, like Oops. they say like oh there was Never mind, a song I'm about Mighty Mighty. Yeah. Then like okay. Then like I forget what is the reason but it's just that it, it somehow my mighty is about a woman or something like that. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's like some like big black woman or something. Oh like really? Yeah. yeah. So, so basically, like, he's got like the spirit or the consciousness of a woman. Maybe. Come back. You never know. Well, like maybe, maybe that's why he's got such a meticulous brain. Uh. He's <laughs> very stringent on like newcomers and all that. <laughs> but but I'm like, there was one newcomer uh, that was scared of you. Remember? Oh. Uh, one of these boys, he came to watch WrestleMania with us. Sure. Ah, yeah. Uh-huh. So everyone in the in the we were sitting here also in the same room watching WrestleMania, uh-huh. and uh, he was the only young boy present at the show. And then he asked like Mighty Mighty about like uh, the differences between old school and new school wrestling. Uh-huh. Then suddenly Mighty Mighty just like like went off on a tangent on him and all that. And then wow. he got terrified of him because like he explained everything. Well, but, it, but it's just that the young boy got terrified that there was so much information. <laughs> Holy he shit. He thought that Mighty Mighty was like scary and all that. Oh no, you just I not- can imagine that. You're just knowledgeable, but like, you know, if you get to know yeah. him, he's a lovable person. He's yeah. nice, he's nice. He's yeah. very good, he's yeah. very yeah. nice. But he's really like uh, The Undertaker. No, no, no. <laughs> people just How cannot cross him. How many reference of Undertaker that we have today? People, people cannot cross him. People cannot cross him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's That's really actually an interesting origin yeah. story. Yeah. It's fascinating, like, but when you first got started in wrestling, I mean, obviously because of your size, do you feel like you had to do a certain kind of gimmick or like a certain style in the ring because I, mean, I noticed that your moveset is far more agile than most big men out there mm. I mean like I mean like uh, to think about it like it's like I'm a big guy yeah yeah. like of course people will expect me doing big guy moves and all feats of strength yeah because of feats of strength as you say yeah, yeah. but like I you know Kevin Owens right Kevin Steen yeah, yeah. like before I went into wrestling like I watched a lot of chemistry okay. uh, stuff. Mm. Like, he has a cannonball, like, he does moonsault, this and that. But, even though I kind of like the cannonball, that's why, that's like one of my most agile moves right, yeah. that, that I've done in my in my tension here in SPW. Mm-hmm. So, like, so, like, um, yeah, like, that's the most agile move that I have. Lah. <laughs> <laughs> then, other than that, like, I'll show that I like apparently people keep on saying like, dude, for a big guy you run fast man, you run fast yeah. for a big guy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. 
Like, and he's got a very thank you dash. I've seen him run for the bus many times. <laughs> <laughs> then, like, uh, when he runs on the bus, he has like, this very quick acceleration that okay. I've never seen in any guy like half his size before. Like, it's a very quick burst of energy. Yeah. So, that, that, that's why I'm very fortunate to have him as a tag team partner because mm-hmm. uh, he puts you in a very strong sense of security that uh, you almost have the wind in your back. Uh, apart yeah. from the same problem on the outside. <laughs> yeah, but you got that sorted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got that sorted out. And then oh. she also has Alexis Lee sorted out the yeah. same night. Uh, so there you go. It, it will be a great evening for us, I think. Okay. And, and thank uh, you so much for uh, taking your time to speak to us. Yeah, man. Show. No, and publicizing the show for us and helping to grow local wrestling. Oh man, we've been enjoying all these chats yeah, so yeah. much. Dude, yeah, dude, guys, yeah. you guys are the best, man. You guys are the best. Mm. Like, I think, I think that you just put at the bottom of your list, uh, KNS lah. เพราะว่าแล้วเราเรื่องนี้ดีๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆ
So I don't know when you're releasing this, but yeah, basically it's, if it's on the Saturday. Yeah, it's I'm on the ninth. I'm already there, right? Yeah, twenty yeah, 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 that, that's yeah. in Johor Bahru. So if you all are free and then you're listening to this now, right? Just take your passport and come join me across yeah. the causeway. What time is it? Uh, it's six thirty. Okay. Uh, doors open five p.m. I don't know why. Uh, I think go there early can buy merchandise lah. Yeah. So uh, just get good seats. I get good seats. And like it's yeah. in Johor Sunday. Uh, Saturday is the last Sunday. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it's it's yeah. very relaxed day, yeah, easy going, and will be a great match, ah. Because yeah. we're taking on the boys from uh, Grapple Max, lah. Some old friends oh, yeah. and all that yeah. familiar faces. Looking forward to locking up with them again and all that. Mm-hmm. So will be a lot of teaming up, lah, this year. A lot of teamwork for me to do. Very nice. Andrew and Traxxas in uh, Malaysia, mm-hmm. and then in the region, uh, okay. definitely with Mighty Mighty, lah. And then uh, Jane Fu will stand on the outside. Yeah. No, she's still be on the outside. Uh, she'll be, be your manager. Your manager. Uh, yeah. She don't need to manage me. Because I've been managing myself. Can you put on it? Yeah, but, but then like, like she... she uh, she's was, a good addition. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, like, like real life girlfriend is quite a big responsibility. Uh, so mm-hmm. I limit her professional responsibilities a bit more. Give me more freedom professionally. Because mm-hmm. yeah. personally, it's not already a, a <laughs> so, so right now, uh, she will just be on the outside. All right. but, yeah. yeah. Right, I guess we'll end it at that. Thanks so much for joining yeah, us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I remember to get your tickets, uh, SPW. Yes. Repentless. February. Yeah, repentless. Not unrepentant. Repentless. Okay. Yeah, repentless. Repentless. Yeah. repentless. Yeah. Don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, uh, no worries, but you can see. You can, you can make mistakes with the name or the show. As long as <laughs> so you don't show up, <laughs> yeah, and support us. You know that that's all. Yeah, cool. buy the tickets. Yeah, yeah. See us at our merch and buy our merch. And all then right. take photos of us and post it on your social media. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you want to tell your kids about that. Shit. Yeah, I'm sure you want to tell your kids or grandkids or great grandkids. Yeah. Like, come on, man. We'll bring your cash and bring your camera. All right, yeah. Yeah. see you, man. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. And that was our interview with uh, Mighty Dragon with Jane Fu. Jane Fu, their manager. Yeah, so uh, if you guys don't know, they have a bunch of merch right now. They're yeah. probably going to be selling it at the show itself, yep. uh, SPW Repentless, yep, going yep, yep. on February 9th. Please get your tickets, 35 or $50, depending if you want to see it. Ringside 50, more action. Yeah. Right in the face of danger. Definitely people are going to be like crashing into you, yeah. jumping into you. And that's fun. That's the fun part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, or you can also approach them on social media. Um, you know, the Eurasian Dragon or Mighty Mighty Online. Mm-hmm. Say at their Facebook or Instagram or something. They they will usually take orders from, uh, from the internet as well. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, I really like the DIY spirit. Yeah, me too. Uh, the entrepreneurial, like, Young Bucks-esque uh, approach to business. Yeah, and you heard from the interview, you know, a lot, uh, they were influenced by the Young Bucks to an extent. Yeah, for sure, man. Right? Right, yeah. Uh, we're going to be moving on to uh, the WWE this, this week. week. in wrestling. Yeah, um, SmackDown Live wasn't so great, so maybe we'll breeze past that, but let's start with let's, Raw. Let's start with Raw. Um, I think um, myself and Hardy have, like, two different highlights. Um, I'm going to let Hardy start first. I think I know what your highlight of Raw is. Wasn't the Cup Storm, man? Oh, that, that was your highlight too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, my highlight was the Cup Storm. No, but just that I mentioned uh, before the podcast, I did mention yeah. uh, Braun Strowman and his uh, whole firing and rehiring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, guess, I guess we can start with that. Uh, Braun Strowman, due to um, him literally pulling down the roof last <laughs> week. Literally tearing down the entire stage. The lighting rig um, was, fired was fired by Kurt Angle. Rightly so. Yeah, uh, <laughs> at first he, he took it quite well. 
He was saying, yeah, he was cool and calm he about was, it. He, I mean, he was fuming, but he walked yeah. backstage. Yeah. Even even though he was surrounded by security, could, he, he, we he, knew. He walked all the way to the backstage. Yeah, right? but we knew security could do nothing to him, but yep. he, he walked off voluntarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kurt Angle saying that... And that like, was like a sign already. Something's coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kurt Angle saying that, um, you know, he's responsible for the world, safety and well-being of not just the wrestlers, but also the backstage staff. Yep. And what Braun Strowman did was uh, reckless and irresponsible and it dangerous. Was. All of it true. Um, I mean, in real life, you would not only be fired, you'd probably be in jail. Yes. But, you know, this is the WWE, where uh, Braun Strowman, after being fired, refused to leave the building, basically started throwing around the security everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and, and whoever these uh, local wrestlers were, they took some amazing bumps. They did. Like, like Singh Brothers-like bumps, where we yeah. thought like, they died and they were thrown onto um, tables that had things on it, you know, yep. that, which always frightens me. Uh, he went into catering. He destroyed Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, the chocolate king. Uh, yeah, that that bit was super hilarious yeah. with uh, the stone face. Um, I guess caterer <laughs> yeah. bringing in a chocolate cake, and he yeah. took the biggest slice of chocolate cake I've ever seen. And well, just, he could, and just walked away while mm-hmm. eating it. That was super cute, <laughs> like and, uh, and and like a nice moment of levity, which kind of tells you that, well, you know, you know, this is silly, but yeah. it's you know, but he was self aware about it. Yeah. So that was fun. He he keeps going on this path of destruction, all the way up until um. Kurt Angle, rightly so, mm-hmm. um, is wondering whether he should call the police. Yeah. Sword, man. Yeah. But that sword to be down there. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, if right. something like this happened at my workplace, I would want sword to be down there as yeah, well. Man. I mean, if a Braun Strowman-like character were to enter my room yeah. and start trashing it, yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, like, I know I can't defend myself against him. Nope. Uh, not Well, maybe if I had, like, 20 security people, yeah. I could. But, you know, uh, not in this case. Uh, he even went out to... Uh, the ringside area well not actually the ringside area the ramp area mm-hmm. uh, he threw Michael Cole into a bunch of security guards mm-hmm. um, poor Michael Cole yeah yeah. he didn't do anything yeah but I, I, I <laughs> like just it there. I like it I like it, I I like like it he, his uh, reaction of uh, oh my god oh my god felt genuine yeah uh, there was a good bit of acting there Michael yeah. Cole obviously has a history of being beaten up by wrestlers so yeah. just another one yeah uh, Corey Gray's reaction and Booker T I like how you know despite the animosity all acted all somber and yeah. stuff so that was nice not bad they were like scared for Michael's safety yeah uh, and, and this is apparently a contentious issue uh, amongst other people out there I, I didn't realise it was contentious but um, Kurt Angle called Stephanie McMahon yeah. Stephanie McMahon told Kurt Angle to rehire him, him and put him back in the match yeah uh, Stephanie called Kurt yeah, uh, yeah which I think was quite clearly explained yeah but, but apparently there's some confusion out there yeah, who I, who? I'm not sure what. No, the, it's small detail though. Uh, it does, but it doesn't really matter who called. Who, yeah, as right? long as Braun Strowman is rehired. Uh, in a situation like that, either your boss will call you, or you will call your boss, lah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. The conversation is Stephanie McMahon told him to rehire. To rehire. So Braun Strowman. I don't know what the big deal was. Wasn't. Well, yeah, but it's just a uh, Braun Strowman's uh, path of destruction is uh, continually innovative. Yeah. Every week it's uh they, yes. they come up with new and fresh ways to make him look like a monster. They have to is, up the empty, you see. Uh, yeah, very interesting booking. Yeah. Um there will come a time when they hit a ceiling. Yeah. A limit of how crazy it can be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not yet though. Yep. Uh this this universal title picture appears to be about one man. Um Brock Lesnar is barely on television and when he does he he, he kinda jumps around looking fierce while uh Paul, Paul Heyman Heyman does goes stick, on about which, is, which is the same thing over yeah, yeah. over again. Um, nobody cares about Kane yeah, so really um, I I do realise that I made the uh, assumption or maybe prediction that 
Brock Lesnar can't lose it to WrestleMania because that would be a waste of his of his reign. Yeah. Uh, and you should give someone the rub at WrestleMania. But the way it's looking, it looks like he, it is a feasible option that he could lose it to Braun Strowman. Right. At, in Royal Rumble, what do you think? So, no, no I, I agree with you, and I felt that was really good booking. Yeah. And really book uh, good um, storytelling by creative. Yeah. Because now we go into Royal Rumble, not really sure. Yeah. Right, like two weeks ago, yeah. we were like, yeah, definitely he's going to lose in Royal Rumble. It's a triple threat. There's no way that Braun's going to drop, uh, Rock's going to drop the title, right? Mm. But after this week, after the past few weeks, yeah, I feel that uh, they booked it in such a way that Braun is freaking strong looking, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and um, and the way that the crowd has kind of received him mm-hmm. and the, the universe in general has received him, I feel that it's fine if he actually wins during Royal Rumble. Uh, he is Vince McMahon's pet project after all. Yeah. In fact, he might be even more than Roman Reigns. Uh, more so than Roman Reigns because mm-hmm. um, uh, of the way that they've been investing time, money, and creative angles yeah. into Braun Strowman more than Roman more Reigns. Than Roman Reigns. Yeah. I mean, I understand Roman Reigns has the title right now, but it is, it is a nice title. title yeah. Yeah, yeah. As prestigious as it has become. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I, I thought the Braun Strowman thing was going to be your highlight. Uh, but I mean, no, it is a highlight. Uh, yeah. yeah. I thought we were going to pick We had the ones. same one, man. I thought we were going to pick different Come ones. on, it was yeah. a curve storm coming back. Yeah, um, apparently it's unbanned. Uh, it is unbanned! It's called the blackout now, I believe. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't uh, hear what they Corey Griffith said, like, oh, it's the blackout, as if, like, he's ever said that before. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and okay. it's ever been called the blackout ever. Because oh. prior to um, the curve storm, it was called the peace of mind. Oh, uh, that's also not a good name. Yeah, which uh, Seth Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins on Talk with Jericho Podcast, you should listen to it, where yeah. he, he went off on Corey Grace for naming it that without consulting him. Because uh-huh. it's like, that's a terrible name. It is a terrible uh, name. Immediately the next week, they were like, it's a curb song, call it a curb song. It's a curb song. Yeah. But uh, if you remember, the controversy was uh, around, you know, um, CTE, CTE, brain damage. Brain damage yeah. um, although the curb song is a relatively safe move, it safer is. than most moves. Because the, if the force of the, the kick is not really coming from your opponent it's you driving your head into the mat itself. Mm, mm. so a lot of it it's up to you on how you drive your head in like. correct yeah and um, I mean like uh, ideally it'll be the way that Finn Balor does it where it looks vicious as fuck he's holding it like death yeah. but at the same time it's very safe like. yeah. it's safer than it's most the angle of how he hits his head also. correct yeah, yeah. Admittedly, Seth Rollins doesn't have a good track record. Specifically, his buckle bomb yes. has injured Finn Balor himself and, and uh, Sting, uh, Sting. Uh, to the point of retirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but in those two cases, we could argue it was really an accident. It was Finn was confirmed Finn was accident. Confirmed. In fact, it was it was the way Finn chose to take the bump. Yeah, where, where uh, his hand was a bit yeah, out which of the caused way. it. Uh, with Sting, it was done properly. It was yeah, just it was. A, a battered and broken fifty-year-old body. Yeah, though. that couldn't take a buckle bomb anymore. Yeah, I he mean, had reached the limits of the bumps he could take. Though. Yeah, what you gonna do? Yeah. Um, this was the main event of Raw, it and I fun. thought I thought this was a phenomenal match. It was exceptional. This was best match of the week. Um, I would even go as far to say as that this is this was better than the SummerSlam encounter for the Universal Title. The first match that they had. The first match that they had. Oh, um, ideally there is the. I mean, I know there is a caveat because mm-hmm. Finn Balor injured his uh, shoulder, mm-hmm. obviously very early on into the match, and therefore couldn't perform to the best of his abilities. Yep. Although he gutted it out, um, this was too healthy performance, and this was the dream match I've always wanted. When Finn Balor came and when uh, when Finn Balor was booked against uh, Seth Rollins, uh, mm. I always thought that it was going to be um, you know this dream match between Prince David and Tyler Black. Um, it was an okay match. It was okay, but this was the match that I wanted, man. Yeah. Fantastic match. It was a good way to end the Raw. Yeah. The, the, the Raw. <laughs> the there, there were a lot of like cool reversals. Uh, they both had good chemistry together. Yeah. Uh, their high-flying Arsenal of Slash, strong style Arsenal complemented each other. Yeah, they did. 
Um, I some people might argue that it's overbooked, but yeah. I would say that it added some intrigue to the match. Yeah. Uh, because you didn't know who was going to win. And not only that, it also helps draw interest into the Royal Rumble. Yeah, for sure. You know. Yeah. Um, we'll see lah where this goes lah. I'm just glad that the the club is back lah. The club is back. Um, Seth Rollins picked up. Um, uh, I guess uh, win with an asterisk. Yeah, Jason Jordan came in to interfere. Uh, yeah, so Jason Jordan came in. He tripped up. Uh, tripped up Finn. Tripped up Finn. Uh, and, and plus Finn actually got a three count early on. Yeah. Uh, but then there was some. There was a miscom apparently. Yeah. So that I mean they. Oh, okay, I wanted to ask you this question because um, I, I I don't know where I stand on it and I keep flipping back okay. and forth. Um, do you think that there was an actual botch by the referee or was that an intentional uh, work? I don't know. I felt it was an accidental botch. Okay. But the, yeah. but the fact that the, the, but then, uh, the camera kept replaying, yeah, replaying the incident that you showed that his hand uh, I mean, counted three. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I don't know. I don't know. Was it intentional or was it not? I mean, the camera thing I could, I could explain away because... WWE has tons of cameras on the ring lah. So yeah, yeah, but but the, the fact that they kept showing it on instant replay. I mean, I, I guess you double down when a mistake happens. Though. Sure, you know that I, kind of thing. Maybe the maybe the story was that um, Seth was supposed to be um, sorry um, Finn was supposed to be cheated of the win. Uh, maybe the story was Jason Jordan. But now that they have an extra thing, why not focus on both? Yeah. Uh, to make Finn Balor look extra stronger, as in like um, yeah, he may have lost, but I mean. This didn't go his way. That didn't go his way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's it's a bit like um, Lana not being pinned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if I showed up, yeah. might as well make it into a story, right? Yeah. But it's, it was too. That on- was what I thought it might have been. But it felt like too on the fly. Too on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Dunn not capable of being on the fly. <laughs> and the Lana thing wasn't done on the fly. Uh, no, Kevin like Owens it. and AJ Styles also had a similar situation, they right? Did, they did, yeah. yeah. So mm. I don't know where, where, where do you stand on it You think it was an accident I feel that it might have been A botch that they Very cleverly uh, Spun Spun and followed through with it. So Double uh, down on it So you think that it was The referee actually like Diving to Diving to count But the first count Was just him like Breaking his fall uh. Most probably And then like He counted again Yeah But um, Finn Balor was Actually got a Three and a half count Yeah then. Yeah In, in my eyes Finn Balor 2-0 Against uh, <laughs> Seth Rollins Seth Rollins Yeah <laughs> I also like that they built it as a grudge match because you know of their, of the his, of their history, history together. Yeah. The bar coming down was interesting. Yeah, uh, it added some intrigue. And uh, the, then and you thought they were going to beat down on Jason Jordan, but no, it was a club. They went after Jason Jordan. Yeah, but then Jason uh, Jordan, Jason Jordan ducks. <laughs> yeah, ducks, and then they accidentally hit the club, and then he turned yeah, them against each other. And then Finn had to interfere. Yeah. yeah, I know a lot of people out there like are very annoyed by J- Jason Jordan and therefore don't like him but you have, to, un- point, uh. you have to understand that's kind of the point uh. Jason yeah. Jordan is doing a tremendous job tremendous job he's probably one of the best every week we see it we love it he's so awful he's good he's all- yeah yeah the, it- the, the one thing creative is doing right is writing him to be this annoying yeah I know I mean like I understand why like say for example I understand you can hate the character of Joffrey him being annoying and yeah. sadistic and shit and evil but the actor playing him is amazing like, and Jason yeah. Jordan is doing such a great he's, job he's of he's being doing- a tiny little shit yeah I mean, you. I. I never thought that he had the potential to do this yeah. because you have the commitment to this kind of characters. Yeah, that Kurt Angle had, that his yeah. uh, kayfabe father had, <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. and he's doing it also. So, mm. uh, like father, like son, I guess. Yeah. Um. It, it. It's brilliant from him booking the match in the first place, yeah. which uh, Seth Rollins never asked for. Yeah. Uh. And then he was like, "Oh, you. You don't want this match. I can go cancel it for you." Yeah. That's 
Oh my that god. That is so <laughs> privileged and so entitled. Such, such a shady thing to do to your dad and to your tech partner. Your tech partner, partner yeah. Uh, to make him look like a coward. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, that's right. Oh, I, I can go catch the thing. <laughs> and after what his dad has been through the whole night, him going into the locker room asking yeah. for this match. Like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Timing. It, it, I mean, um, Kurt Angle was so shaken. Right. And he came in and he was just like, oh, I would like to thank you for the opportunity last week. You know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I really can't think about that right now. Yeah. But not bad because you see it's how like I like that that logic has kind of prevailed. Yeah. I mean apart from the Braun Strowman shenanigans which defies logic sometimes. Yeah. But like the story like oh, Kurt being stressed out. Yeah. You know, and then tying in into this this other story that's happening. I like I like that mm-hmm. there's now like a better flow in the story. Correct. Yeah. Which we haven't seen in a while. Uh, I, the, the Christmas slash New Year Lao always happens every year but yeah. I think they're full into Wrestlemania season right now so Wait, let's go uh, full gear this is this is what they've been uh, had planned in the first place yep. and, and they can finally like lose now like, now that it's Wrestlemania exactly. season uh, my theory is that um, the ending where the, the camera kind of lingered on Finn Balor and mm. when he lost his smile and he was angry yeah. it kind of signals to me a fa- um, sorry a heel turn for, for Finn Balor that's, that's my prediction for it like. Okay. Uh, I feel like they've been building up the, his whole like uh, he's happy now he's happy but then when he loses it he's gonna turn yeah uh, and he stopped smiling at the end like, and, and that was it like. yeah do you, do you think Finn Balor might turn heel or oh I mean there's no other way I think he works well as a heel better yeah, as a better heel than as a face yeah. I mean that's the he one thing he will still be greeted as a face though, yeah like. that's the one thing that always works for people who are not really over yeah I mean, I mean, Finn Balor is open. Like. Open, I mean, open close quotations. I, I mean, according to Vince, he's not right. Mm. So, if you're not over, you know, even though people love you and all that, yeah, turn you you, make you a dastardly bastard. Uh, and, yeah, and I, I mean, mean, he built his career at least in NJPW on the back of being a Gaijin heel. A Gaijin heel, yeah, yeah, and he was damn good at that. Uh, and he is together with his original Gaijin heel heel brothers, you know, yeah, the, the good brothers, the good brothers, the Gaijin brothers. Yeah. Now all they need is like. Um, big boss, uh, big boss man. No, not, not big boss man. What's the guy's name? Who's the big boss? No, not big boss. Big, uh, big, bad luck, Fale. Bad luck, bad luck, Fale. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Bad luck, Fale, and uh, the other guy, one more guy. Uh, one the, of the Tonga the, brothers. The Tonga brothers. Yeah. One of them. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, they they could easily call up AOP and make that the new club. You know. Can also. Yeah. Yeah. AOP has to be called up soon, like They kind of uh, languishing over in. Uh, no, they didn't want. They did just win. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't feel like uh, they're going to get titles ever again. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true too. And, and also the fact that they're kind of presented as a heel team and they're not, they're not going to keep with undisputed for a long time. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, couple of questions. Did you think uh, Braun flipping over the truck? There was probably um, as we that's my defy logic part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, as we talked about last week, there was probably pre taped right? It was oh, like, definitely pre taped. Yeah, with the with the weird camera angles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the cuts, all the edit, the yeah. cuts. <laughs> it was like so. Perfect for a production team that was just like the rest, like, like the rest, and yeah. like trying to figure shit out yeah. again, right? There was yeah. even there was even a camera on the truck because <laughs> there was a shot of the cam- of the truck falling down yeah. from the truck's point of view. Yeah. Um. So yeah, definitely pretty good. <laughs> but it was good because you, you stuck a camera on a truck and on the wind sh- on a, on the windshield so you like, can get why, a point why, of view. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. Why? Right. But it worked. It worked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and also the fact that when he went into the production truck and nobody was doing work. Work, uh, because like I mean, the pretend work lah. Yeah, how would how would the thing still be on the air, and how would the camera be able to cut if he was in a production truck and yeah. there was no one at the? Because it yeah. it, tra- it cut from Brushroomer inside the truck to cut angle outside streaming at Brushroomer, yeah. so there was no production team to cut lah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so things like that bother me, <laughs> like kind of, kind of logic wise. I know there's a defy logic part I was talking about, but it's fine. Yeah. Because it served a bigger purpose. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I thought Raw this week was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean it those was, those two things were the highlights, but um, uh, I I rarely rewatch Raw. I rewatched this Raw. Yeah. From from fun to end, I I thought it was one of the best Raws of the year. Hmm. Even the handicap match. Roman uh, Reigns taking on the the, the Mister Uh that was kind of sort of a throwaway. Throwaway, right? Yeah, it was a throwaway. I just felt that, but it was it's standard lah. Like if you yeah. ever gonna feud the Miss, you need to do the handicap match with the Mister first. But I felt that the Mister really wow cannot yeah. Roman uh, is. Oh, you mean as a wrestler? I no 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 as as being a trap lah. They're not lah. Of all, course lah. Yeah, it's it's the four horsemen. They're like the worst. <laughs> the, the the worst uh, defense that the Miss has ever. Or maybe the best because they get beaten up and the Miz doesn't get beaten up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Singh Brothers defense. Singh Brothers defense. Uh, but like as we've discussed before, my, even like one of the most uh, legendary stables for horsemen, generally only two of them were strong, yeah. and the other two were there to to, to drop take the take the to take the pinfalls to take the pinfalls on the weekly TV tapings mm. up until the pay per view where the strong one like Ric Flair can yeah. can actually pose a challenge. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, like, it's their job, lah. Yeah, and that's fine. To be honest, they've been droppers even before. Yeah, but I feel I'm just glad they're on TV, lah. Yeah. What do you think of uh, Titus Worldwide beating the bargain? Yeah. This this yeah. was a bit weird. What? What? Yeah. Those. It was, uh, it was what, an it was, was an interruption, but Jason dropped yeah. it again. That little shit. <laughs> that little shit came out of nowhere. Seth Rollins was disapproved of it, even. Yeah. yeah. I was like, why are you coming out? Yeah. <laughs> but it was very heelish, lah. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Uh, Seth Rollins, of course, now. But then, a, but then a taste of your own medicine, I guess. Of uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The fact that even like uh, when they reclaimed the tag team titles was because of distraction yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, a taste, of your, own, a taste of your own medicine. Yeah. If, even the fact that Seth Rollins came out to kind of chastise Jesse Norton for Jason doing Rollins. this, yeah. I thought it was a bit hypocritical considering Seth Rollins has <laughs> done this a lot of times. Yeah, um, back with the Shield or when <laughs> he was with um, J and J Security. Yeah, J and J Security. Uh, his entire hero run was kind of <laughs> was just defined by this. But it's a change right now, see. Yeah, but you know, very hypocritical. Super hypocritical. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of Jason Jordan's side on this. Mm-hmm. He should have brought that up. Yeah, he should have, but he didn't. But I mean, it's like you and your shit brothers did this all the time. Yeah, I'm just taking a leaf out, a, a, a page, a page out, of your, out of your book. Yeah, or, or a leaf out of your tree. Or <laughs> a leaf out of your tree. Yeah. <laughs> Why uh, did it say leaf? I don't know. Never mind. Uh, yeah, uh, Cedric Alexander also defeated Tony Nese. Yeah, that's uh, actually a not bad match. Uh, yeah, good reaction for Cedric reaction, Alexander. Yeah. Uh, Goldust again. Uh, I kind, I kind of love the Goldust pairing now. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, this is very 50-50 I mean I've been trolling the internet tro- uh, Looking at like reactions From the Cedric yeah. Goldusting yeah. But half half yeah. Half of us love it Half of us don't Sure But I really love it Me too um, yeah. I, What I really loved also Was the Asuka Nia Jax match Me too It was in, in, it was intriguing It wasn't yeah. any. It wasn't like a technical spectacle Or anything no, It was but this big Giant woman And You know The most undefeated uh, Wrestler la, Just going at it mm-hmm. uh, um, I, I do agree with all of that um, it was just very sound psychology, uh, and, yes. and when and when two big men or two big women, as it is, uh, go up go up head to head. Yeah. Sometimes um, technical spectacles are well, not what's on are yeah. not what's even needed. Yeah. Or it's even best. Yeah. For the match. Yeah. They, I agree. Uh, and and the way that they booked this was was quite amazing, la. It was. Um, Asuka being obviously the better wrestler. Yeah. Uh, kind of chopped down Nia Jax yeah. using like like a fucking tree. Yeah. Yeah. You see this at MMA all the time, the yeah. leg kicks. Getting uh, her tired. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the way that she kicked uh, Naya's legs under her when she was you know, on the stairs, yeah. and the way she, she bumped for it, it looked, it looked amazing. It was great. Naya did a great job. It, it gave um, Asuka a TKO win, making her look strong, yeah. but it also didn't make Naya Jax look weak. Nope. Because Naya Jax never quit. A uh, referee waved it off. Yep. She still wanted to continue. Yep. Uh, I like the little segment afterwards between uh, Alexa, Alexa Bliss and Enzo Amore. Yeah. Where uh, they're Bliss competing for like attention. Attention. Yeah. Naya Jax. Yeah. One is the best friend. One is the yeah. potential love interest. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting that she sent Alexa Bliss away. Yeah, she did. I mean, it's not actually a love triangle. No, but it's cut. It's kind of a love triangle. It's like your best friend and your boyfriend kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's more like that. that uh, yeah. But at the same time also, Alexa Bliss doesn't... I mean, in storyline, like, doesn't consider Nia Jax a real friend more as a, a shield against Asuka. Against Asuka. Yeah. So... I think Enzo, as shitty of a person as he is, actually has Nia's best interest at heart. Right Maybe now. Enough, he always checks on her. She checks on him. Yeah. They both have leg injuries. Yeah. Like, their first co- her first comment was like, how's your ankle? It's like, no, no, it's fine, girl. <laughs> I'm. I what I can say is that yeah. I'm kind of warming up to this Enzo Naya thing. Oh, I I loved it ever since the the little mistletoe incident. Yeah, uh, I thought they have. I think they have very good chemistry. Yeah. It, it's the only time that Enzo is kind of um, received as a face. Uh, crowd reaction wise, because the crowd always pops when this interaction yeah, yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. So I'm warming up to it. Mm. Kind of liking it now. I I um, I'm I warm up. I warm up to it. Immediately, I wanted them to kind of um, no because I was be, afraid of how they would write Naya. Sure, that's what I was afraid of. But yeah. oh, they've been doing okay so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, revival uh, beat up two yes. jobbers. They're they, back. They, they, I uh, mean, yeah. I, I hope good things for the revival. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no flips. Just no flips. Just they say they say that they are real and they are not sports entertainers. They yeah. use the word professional wrestling in the WWE. They did. Which I is, hope uh, it's. I I'm quite sure it was an accident. Yeah. Uh. Really. No. No. It wasn't. I it mean, wasn't. It was. The whole thing was scripted. <laughs> really. Yeah. I thought they had a bit of a. But they are giving. Oh, I didn't feel that they they, they I it didn't feel scripted. That was good. Hmm. Yeah. I thought that there was off the cuff. Oh no no it's hundred percent scripted like huh. the gimmick that they're going with them is that they're professional wrestlers and they're rebelling against the sports entertainment thing lah. Okay. Much like how although. Pages sentiments might have not been that well, way, which is presented as the entire yeah. diva, you know. Whatever it is, they're selling it really well then. Mm-hmm. If I could believe it. I believe them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, there's always been a gimmick even back down in NXT. No, I remember the, that gimmick. I mean, I'm just saying that that their delivery is good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, no, no disagreements here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, great interview. They put it off really well. They did. Um, not sure they're going to be elevated into any sort of um, title contention, uh, oh, at least immediately. Yeah. But uh, if they keep beating up jobbers for the next few weeks, I will be happy with that. And they keep cutting promos. Yeah, uh, they got they got some good heat out of it too. They did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is surprising considering I think okay, like like a quarter of the audience actually cheered when they said professional wrestling. Yeah, they did. Yeah, <laughs> because they it's it, those are, those are the smarts uh. Yeah, yeah, those are the smarts who, who already love <laughs> the revival, yeah. who already won the word professional wrestling to come back into the WWE. Yeah, you know they, it's not sports entertainment. It's it's wrestling. wrestling. It's fighting, man. Uh, brilliant, brilliant. Um, so then the bill actually defeated Sasha Banks. Yeah, that I thought, was. I thought that was surprising. It was. Uh, yeah. Even like the finish where it was basically just a kick to the stomach as yeah. Sasha Banks uh dove off the top rope was yeah. quite interesting. Mm-hmm. It 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 almost gave and it it felt like an MME thing like where it was just like a sudden like liver kick. Yeah. And then Sasha Banks just went out. Yeah. yeah. I I've never seen a. It's rare to find a professional wrestling match uh, ending like this. Also, but since we are we are getting more and more professional rest, uh, 
MMA fighters mm. into WWE. Yeah. No choice, no? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Booker T also made the comment that there haven't been any MMA people to make a splash in the WWE since Ken Shamrock. Uh, up until Sonya Deville, uh, Corey Graves said Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is like you know your another, universal another, your universal Booker T thing lah. Tell me you didn't just say that <laughs> Booker T. So uh, that was, that's, that's our, our segment for Booker T today. That's our Booker T quote for the week. Uh, uh, I was like yeah. the biggest yeah. like WWE star you have. You know, it's it's literally <laughs> your brand champion. Your brand champion. Your brand fucking champion. It's good. It's like, he like wears the gloves yeah. and the shorts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> His, his shorts even have like the, like the, uh, the, the sponsors, you the know? sponsors, yeah. Jesus. JJ's gym, right? J- uh, yeah, yeah. Or some uh, hair side, a beef jerky sponsor also, yeah. for some reason. Why not? Why not? Make yeah. the money, man. Booker. Yeah, Booker, come on. It's like, not since Ken Shamrock has this an MMA... This is why we love him. This yeah. is why we love him. Not since Ken Shamrock has an MMA person come, come into the review and make such a splash. Booker. Yeah. Oh my god. The, to be fair, yeah. to be fair, Brock did start in the WWE. Yeah, yeah, which uh, Booker like actually eloquently yeah, which, counted. Yeah, which he, which he, he usually doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Woken Matt Hardy, uh, beat Heath Slater in a fairly quick match, but it that was, was entertaining for what it was. It was. There was the Liddy Lee chance, and yeah. then there was the Twist of Fate. Uh, we we love the, the new music as we talked we about last week. We love the new music. And Rhino was just like, oh no! Yeah. He was at the corner at the side, just like. Uh, Matt Hardy doing some very simple, basic things. Basic. Um, as as I discussed last week, I I feel that Matt Hardy, even in his prime, wasn't, uh, wasn't best. A, above average wrestler. Uh, he 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 has the mechanics down. He's obviously a good wrestler. He's but he's obviously lost a step or two yeah. in the, in, the, in the preceding. But years. the character is making making up for all of that. Yeah, uh, where well, he does excel more than his brother even is psychology in the ring. Yeah. Uh, making little things look big. Yeah. Uh, even little things like you know biting his fingers, uh, fingers, fingers yeah. you know, got a big reaction out of that. Yeah, got you crazy. Uh, fantastic stuff. It was, uh, it was. This is this was an A plus. Raw. Yeah, A plus plus. A plus raw. Um, raw to me has been the better show for the past few be- weeks. better part of a year, I think. Better part of the year. Hmm. Since since uh, beginning of last year, since the superstar shakeups. Yeah, yeah, life. yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. The moments SmackDown Live were great, but yeah, yeah. Raw has been more consistent. Uh, speaking of moments that SmackDown Live were not great, this week was quite bad. I feel. Yeah. I, um, I, in theory, I like the idea of them focusing on one story, mm-hmm. which is the United States title tournament. Which uh, and had then, an interesting conclusion. Yeah, because usually it's it's a bit like you know jump here, jump here, jump here, yeah. but just have one story all the uh, way. Yeah, for a good one and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, outside of um a throwaway female tag match. Yeah. Uh, that that was the only that one. That was throwaway. Yeah. Uh, Xavier Woods and Jinder Mahal had a really bad match. It wasn't good. It wasn't. Um, it was. It was quite sloppy. It was. Weird. I felt that this was Jinder's fault. No, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there were even a I, Xavier couldn't carry. No, I mean Xavier Jinder. is is a good wrestler. Yeah, but he's but not that good. That, you know, like AJ can carry Jinder. Even AJ struggled sometimes. Yeah. You know, his matches with Jinder weren't you know all out classics. They were good. They were good. And but the end of it was really good though. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. But you need someone like AJ Styles to bring that out. Yeah. Like, oh. So Xavier, even though he's a good wrestler, mm. he has a very nice moveset. Mm. Yeah, just he couldn't carry Jinder through this. If you remember early on in his title run, even someone as experienced and uh, savvy as Randy Orton couldn't, couldn't. couldn't get A-star matches out of Jinder. Yeah. Um, and it's not Xavier Woods' fault. Uh. He's, no. he's a good wrestler. More of a tag team specialist, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what was good was his promo to kick off the show. Yeah, I like that. Uh, his, his campaigning on social media, the US title campaign, yeah. is, has been constantly hilarious. I'm sad that he's not the US champion. Me too. 
Uh, because uh, just the online social media promos would have been killer. It's so funny. I felt that this would have been a good time to crown Xavier as yeah. US champion. Or even Motorola, and we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, uh, I like the way that they they really went all in with the R's for yeah. Maharaja, like, yeah. for like a fucking yeah. motorboat. Yeah. <laughs> And then they just kept going. <laughs> yeah, they just kept going. <laughs> Stupid fucker. I fucking loved it. Uh. Yeah, me too. Uh. Like, uh, as, as bad as Magnum Life was this week, at least we got that promo. We got that one, With, yeah. uh, you know, Biggie and... Uh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, they so. also said that, like, you know, good things come in trees, like yeah. Migos. Migos, yeah. Like, Home Alone 1, 2, 3. Well, not 3. <laughs> which actually, like, drew a, like, an actual laugh out of me. <laughs> yeah. Like, not LOL, you know, like a real laugh, laugh out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fantastic. And I, I, I love that all the comments that I read from, you know, um, I guess reaction channels or mm. review channels, they all, I mean, most of the people that run this are white people. Uh. Yeah. So they assume that um, Kofi Kingston was talking about the three amigos, not Migos. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, get in touch, guys. Come on, guys. Ben Bougie was like the song of the year of last year. Come on, it was it was mentioned in the Golden Globe. Donald Glover, man. Yeah. Atlanta's coming back, though, in April. Uh, we'll so talk about that. We'll talk about that in another podcast. <laughs> So excited for that. Yeah. Um, the match between Mojo Rawley and uh, Bobby Roode. Uh, Serviceable? N- not that much better. Serviceable? Serviceable. Um, I like the selling of the ribs. Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that they carried on into the title match. Yeah. Uh, it made Bobby Roode look really strong that he's mm. able to get something like this out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, again, um, he couldn't bring anything special out of Jinder. And, and to be fair, once... Um, once Jinder Mahal won the first match, yeah. it was obvious that Mo- it was obvious that he was going to take on Bobby Roode. Yeah. So um, it, it there was no intrigue left in the second match yeah. because they they rarely do heel versus heel. Correct. Uh, finals or pairings. So. I agree. Uh, and the Mojo yeah. match with uh, uh, what's his face uh, Roode was actually not a bad match. Uh, it was it wasn't and um, I thought Mojo it was better than the, the first yeah. match. Yeah. Uh, we said it was not that much better, but it's, it was better. Better yeah. And 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 watching it back to back, right? It really felt like a five star match. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was really imp- I was like, why am I so impressed at this? Yeah. <laughs> this is some real basic shit, but um, I I feel like Mojo has really been growing on me as a singles competitor, as, especially after Ethan Hill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after but, beating out Zack uh, Ryder, Mojo's moveset is quite good. Yeah, because he's an athletic fucker. Um, I, I really like what Mojo did because um, it's the little things uh, like the trash talking of yes. as, he, as he's beating down um, yeah. uh, Bobby Roode, you know, uh, all, all the little things that he does. It's I mean, quite good. Yeah, it gets me invested in the match. Same. Even though it's, it's simple. I agree with that. Yeah. And not only that, but also the fact that, I mean, his, his whole hype bro gimmick yeah. is such a heel gimmick. Yeah. Such a brilliant heel gimmick. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm 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 happy. I want to see more of Bojo now. Yeah, more than when he won the last year's uh, Andre the Giant, whatever. Yeah, correct. Uh, um, although it was pretty much guaranteed Bobby was gonna go over. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mojo was the thing that brought me into the match. Same. Uh, and and this is this is my gripe with the show because yes. I feel like Jinder versus Bobby is the obvious choice. It is. Uh, them being the two biggest stars. Yeah. But uh, finals between Xavier and Mojo would have been so exciting. Yes. Thank so you. exciting. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that so much. Like, yeah. this could have been booked differently. And, like, you could... Like, if you put the title on either Mojo or Xavier, first of all, it's a new opportunity. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I'm not... I'm quite sure none of them are US champions before, right? Um, what's the championship belts? I'm not sure whether it's the US champion. No, it's Kofi no. and Big E. Yeah, Xavier yeah. doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Maybe in NXT, I'm not sure. Even. I don't think, I don't think so, yeah. yeah. So, like, I thought that they'll be great for Xavier. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has earned his dues. Mm-hmm. 
to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and or if you put it on Mojo, who 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 stock was rising. Yeah. Right. Who just came out of this whole thing with uh, Zack Ryder. Yeah. And winning the championship, and you continue that feud later on. Yeah. Be great. Or even if Xavier had won, you know, uh, just the fact that we can get more US title promos. Yeah. Because now, most probably, it's gonna be Root taking on a Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. They're doing the they're doing the Shawn Michaels Razor Ramon angle uh, where Shawn Michaels uh, abdicated the belt. Yeah. Uh, and then Razor Ramon won the belt, and then they're gonna do the two belts in the ladder match thing. Yep. Uh, yeah. So. Okay. Uh, and and another path in the career of Dolph Ziggler that mirrors uh, Shawn Michaels. Uh, what a ripoff, really. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. Well, that's his own gimmick, so it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I do also like to point out one small thing where after he was attacked by the Singh brothers, yeah, Bobby got on the mic yeah. and said that like, you know, you're such a coward. I'll face you tonight, even with injured ribs. Yeah. And then uh, you know Daniel Bryan who takes everything literally now. Yes, he actually okay. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh, I think that's Daniel Bryan's entire gimmick now. He takes you literally. Yeah, he takes yeah. you literally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not bad because he's putting power into the hands of the wrestlers. You get what you ask for, right? right? You get what you yeah. ask for. You, land of opportunity. You know you're injured. Yeah. You still want the match tonight? Fine. Fine. Yeah. Land of opportunity. You want to take on Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens at the same time? Fine. Fine. Let's make a title match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, love it. Love it. Uh, Darren Bryan half healing it. Half healing it. Yeah. Half healing it. Very because he's still fucking over, lah. Yeah. Uh, and and that was it. That was it for SmackDown. Jesus, that was it. That was fast. God damn. Yeah. Uh, but thanks. Two five life. Yes. Uh, so it was only half an hour because of the mixed match. Yeah. Uh, which I just watched. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, you know what? Let's talk about mixed match first, though, since we're going in chronology. Yeah. I think the mixed match is is a really is a really fun concept. It was. Uh, it the, is. Sorry. The wrestlers get to have um, all this interaction on social media. Yeah. It, it, it is they are still keeping in character, but it's not in storyline. Yeah. Uh, so they get to have a lot of. Uh, Cool random matchups. Yeah. Uh, it, the rest of look like they're having so much fun. Yeah, I mean, having so much fun. We would never have seen a Finn taking on a Nakamura mm. for like years. Yeah. You know, until like Nakamura moves over or something, or Finn comes over, right? Yeah. So this is like it felt very NJPW. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like oh shit, this is Prince David taking on the King of Strong Style. Like like there is no story to this uh, but sometimes when you have like fresh matchups and when I saw both teams coming down I was quite excited for the match even though there's no story behind it. No story? Ad- other than a tournament to win uh, money for charity. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I mean all the backstage promos were great like Carmella and Biggie you know mm-hmm. have a little pancake challenge where she yeah, doing where push-ups. Yeah, push-ups with the pancakes and yeah, eating the pancakes as fast as she could. Yeah, and she was cutting a promo from inside a washer. Yeah. Uh, which is hilarious. Why uh, even little things like Asuka and Miss, Miss. which like apples and oranges. But, but it, it worked. It works. They even came out with a great catchphrase. We are Asuka! I don't mind. Which made me laugh so hard. I don't mind. Uh, and then we have uh, matches like this where we get a Wrestle Kingdom 10 rematch between yeah. Finn Balor and Shaki Nakamura. Uh, it was Sasha Banks that got the win over Natalia. Yeah. That was cute too. Uh, I mean... That makes sense, uh, because I don't want Finn or Nakamura to pin each other yet. Not yet. Until they get a, a real one-on-one match. one-on-one, which I really look forward to. Like. Yeah. Nakamura looks so much better than he did ever. He looks like he's having fun. Uh. Yeah. And he had great chemistry with Finn Balor again. Which is not surprising. Yeah. Right? I feel like Finn Balor had a great week this week. Yeah, me too. He, he, he got to take on Nakamura and he had he a got, great match with Seth Rollins. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. I mean, he lost one. Yeah. 
he won, he won the he other, won other. Thanks to Sasha Banks, yeah. they call themselves the Boss Club. Which is not a bad name. Love it. Uh, Natala had so much fun with this. Also, like she kept doing um, Nakamura's um, mannerisms, mannerisms as yeah. uh, she was waiting for him. Yeah. When the music was playing, and she kept, she was in the camera kept panning to her inside because it yeah. was so funny. It was. It was hilarious. It was so cute. I liked it. Uh, the fact that Nakamura also came out wearing Jim the Ampel's Night Hearts uh, jacket. Jacket. Yeah. Um, Natalia's father, for those of you who don't know, which is cool. Yeah. yeah so cool. I mean, it, it looks great on Nakamura because his kind of suits his yeah. aesthetic already. It should, it should, it should just be a uh, Nakamura should just be an ordinary heart. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura heart. Mm-hmm. Long lah the name. If you get married into the Hart family lah. <laughs> Although Natalia himself is. She's married. Yeah, she's married. Okay. Like, Tyson kid. Tyson kid. Sorry, 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 Tyson. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the guy injured already. Still do this. Yeah. Uh, so this is fun. I, I'm looking forward to the mixed match challenge yeah. every week now. Uh, uh, for those of you who don't know, and I'm guessing the couple dozen or so listeners we have are in Singapore. Yeah. Uh, Facebook Watch is not available in Singapore nope. yet. It's not. The app, I found out. The app is slowly being rolled out from country to country. Yeah. Um, even more, some of America doesn't have it yet. Yep. Uh, it's, it's a new app, so it's going to yeah. take time. Uh, but you, there are other sources that you can find. Yep. And I would, I would strongly urge you to watch Mixed Match Challenge. It's 20 minutes. It's, it's yeah, easy watch, easy, easy binge. Super fun. Well, one yeah. match a week. One match a week. Yeah. Uh, they have uh, Beth Phoenix on commentary together with Corey Graves and um, what the fuck's his name? The other fellow. Is, that, is it Michael Cole or is it Tom Phillips? I can't, I can't remember. The, the street men the play by play one of them one of them uh, both of them yeah okay la. you have, you have uh, Byron Sexton and Renee Young ringside yep. as like interviewers I guess not bad idea also it's a it's it's I like it man it's a cute mi- fun thing Mix Match Challenge has uh, gotten me quite invested with almost nothing yeah yeah no not yeah yeah we look forward the, the, the next few lineups look quite interesting yeah looking forward to when uh, the Miz and Asuka take on uh Whoever they're supposed to take on, I just want to see them wrestle. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot what the brackets were. Can't remember. Later yeah. we see, uh, we posted yeah. it somewhere. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I'm sad that we're not gonna get uh, Nakamura making any more meow. Um, uh, <laughs> any more like meow mannerisms uh, on camera. Yeah. It still works though. It still works. Yeah, it did work. It did work. Yeah, okay. Because he's already so weird. He's so weird, so yeah, it did not that much of a leap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, every time Natalia's cutting promo, he's, he's behind her just like acting like a cat. Oh, God, yeah. Jesus. And like licking his hand, you see, it's quite funny. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah. It's very Nakamura actually. Even um, Sami Zayn and Becky Lynch are a team. I guess Redheads. Yeah. Uh, team Redhead is, is their thing. Uh, she posted a photo of like uh, when back in the day, the throwback Thursday photo. Yeah, yeah. But I think they were at a concert or maybe at a show. Uh, one of with, with Kevin Steen was in there as yeah. well. Real, real cute. Um, she was also on social media interacting with fans, which yeah, I saw. She was, uh, she was uh, making cat puns like, as she wanted to do yeah. during Natalia's match. Why not? Yeah, my favourite, if you want to read the comments, you probably can't find it as a live chat. Yeah. But my favourite was, Natalia must be feline good. <laughs> where, where to go, Becky Lynch? Ah, uh, Becky, you're my favourite. Okay. Go, Becky. Uh, um, 205 Live. Uh, so it opened up with a rematch between the Grand Metallic and TJP. Uh, Grand Metallic defeated TJP with yeah, a roll-up counter, roll-up counter after a double underhook setup. Uh, this was actually a decent match. Yeah. Uh, they're both great wrestlers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Grand Metallic, I like his new black getup. Yeah. Yeah. From last week's uh, last week's was blacker. Yeah. Like this week's got a bit more color. Color, but uh, he's really good on the ropes, man. Oh, of course, luchas, man. Yeah, man. Uh, speaking of luchas, and there was a lucha libre chan. Yeah, I love that. Uh, the crowd was really hyped after the main challenge. Yeah, I mean, um, when Finn Balor and Nakamura got in the ring, there was electricity and it woke the crowd up yeah. after a kind of pedestrian, pedestrian spectacle. Yeah. See, this is why whenever 
anything comes off after a bad Smackdown Live, the mm-hmm. crowd is a lot better. Mm-hmm. For some strange reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, not really strange, like, because now it's more exciting than what they just saw. Like. Definitely. And um, yeah. the quality of 205 Live wrestling, now, I'm not talking storytelling, wrestling. It was so much better than what, to, uh, what Smackdown Live was. I agree. After all those pedestrian matches, yeah. that's the perfect word. Pedestrian. Yeah. Yeah, uh, TJP was throwing a tantrum. Was he, he was, crying? Dasha, uh, Dasha uh, we didn't. Was... We didn't know. We don't know lah. Okay. He okay. asked and then he just walked away la. And then he just says no petulantly and storms off. No, and then he walked off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we got the uh, Jack Gallagher promo. The one where he's what he's gonna do to, uh, what's his face? Hideo Atami. Atami. Yeah. Uh, like now that his partner is, uh, his face is broken. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. The Brian Kendrick. Uh, I'm looking forward to the match. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the Golden Opportunity, which is, I think, a new talk show with Golders. Yeah. Uh, putting over Cedric Alexander as a star on Not the bad. rise. At Royal Rumble, he says it'll be time to roll film on a new Cruiserweight Champion. Yeah. And then Alexander defeats Andrew. Calling him the, his Leo, uh, what? Uh, my Leonardo to my Scorsese. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Enzo had uh, some words about that. Yep, he did. Yeah, uh, that brings out the Zoe train. Tony Nese is back in, this time um, second in command. Second in command. Ara Devari is there, and Drew Gulak dresses a cowboy. Because he went to Texas and he loved it. Which is fucking hilarious. It is. This should be his new gimmick. Co- cowboy Drew Gulak. It Why is not? going. It'll be funny if it changes like every time he goes to like some city. A different like, country? Yeah. yeah. I don't mind, I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Drew can do anything like right now. Drew is amazing. Yeah, and just, he, he's uh, not even really wrestling that much and he's dropping all the time, but he always steals the show at every 205 Live. Yeah. He did nothing. He just he dressed up as a cowboy. He just had a cowboy. And that was hat. like the only image of my head in 205 Live. Cowboy head. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That's it. Uh fa- fantastic. Uh Godas also defeated Drew Gulak, Aradavari and Toninis, the yeah. entirety of the Zotrin. Um why not? Why not? Yeah. It's not Enzo, so it's fine. Oh, it's similar to um, what you were talking about with uh, the Mistrush. La. Yeah. La. yeah la. Except in this time, like, Drew Gulak, Arya Devari, and Tony Nese are much better wrestlers than, uh, than Enzo la. Murray is. Yeah. It's the reverse Mr. Raj. It's the reverse Mr. Raj? Yeah. <gasps> yes, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Huh? I guess Godas is a heavyweight. La, so, he is. It's a lot bigger, you can tell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still love his gimmicks. Yeah, uh, I I thought the match was quite decent actually. It was. Uh, the, the, the momentum at the end, it really picked up and it became very exciting. Yeah. As uh, most 205 Life. So I'm glad Goda's getting TV time. Uh, yeah, even if it is on 205 Life. Yeah. I mean, he was on Raw, he yeah. was on 205 Life. Yeah, I'm get, I, I like the storyline. He likes to partner with black people. Huh? Uh, our Truth. Uh, Bukati. Bukati. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And now Cedric Alexander. Well, I guess with his face paint, he's kind of like a bit black also. It's ki- it's kind of black face. <laughs> no, uh, no. That's uh, like the this bl- part part black, part, but it's not black. No. <laughs> sure. Uh, I think that's it. That's for like the, yeah, it, that's it. That's it. Uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Short, yeah. short. Two five five. Because uh, of the mixed match. I think maybe even the shortened two five five might have been better for the pacing of the show. Also. It kind of did work. Yeah. Mm, yeah. The entirety of two five five was as long as the mixed match challenge. Yes, correct. Which uh, two matches. Uh, tr- uh, one vignette in the middle and two things at the end. It, it kept things very crisp. Yeah. And I feel like making it a half hour show would actually be quite good. Not a bad idea. It makes it more, more exciting that way. Yeah. Uh, less, you don't get bored. Less lulls. Like. Yeah, less lulls. Yeah. Into, like back to back action. Yeah. Okay, why not? I mean, Raw should be three hours. Smackdown is perfect as two hours. And people wouldn't mind watching a half an hour show. Yeah. It's like, you know, say comes, uh, yeah. like glue, you know. Yeah. And a fast, easy binge. I agree. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Let's move on to the highlight of the week. Similarly, uh, NXT, uh, we're talking about shows that are easy to watch, one hour every week. Well, okay, uh, this NXT wasn't as great as last week's NXT. It wasn't, it wasn't, but uh, it, it moves some good. gears It moves uh, some gears forward. Yep. 
Uh, there were a lot of interesting storylines being developed. Yeah. Uh, the first match was... Uh, Those are uh, Heavy Machinery taking on... Tino Sabatelli, Tino Sabatelli and Lodi uh, I, I thought I thought it was an interesting match. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it was set up basically because Heavy Machinery tried to lift their Maserati out of the way because it was in the way. Yeah, I mean you shouldn't park there, guys. Yeah, guys, come on. Yeah, I mean you, you shouldn't share a car. Which uh, <laughs> finally somebody on commentary called out. Yes, I, I yes. Think it was Percy. We always mentioned it, right? Percy Watson, like yeah. what, what kind of good match? Share cars. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yay! Validation. Uh, you, you can share an apartment. You can. You don't. You don't share a car. Exactly. That's so weird. Um, for some reason, Heavy Machinery was showing a lot of homages to classic. Tech yes, teams. they uh, So they first did the Bushwreckers, Bushwreckers, and then they did the Worm. So the two uh, Scotty to to Hotties, uh, Worm. Worm slash Caterpillar. Slash Caterpillar. Yeah. Uh yeah. So and Dozer did a good job with that. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to <laughs> Heavy Machinery like getting more high profile matches. Yeah. Uh, obviously. Tino and Riddick Actually you know what They are, what? No, like, they are gonna have to Keep feuding for a while like, Cause uh, Tino and Riddick Won what? Yeah they did Yeah But cheating you know Cheating win Yeah like, cheating yeah. win So do you think This is gonna carry over Yeah why not I don't mind I don't, yeah. mind I don't mind All over a car Yeah It's the same reason They feuded over with Street Profits <laughs> Why not They keep it <laughs> Is the car gonna be Every angle for them That would be quite, that'll be quite funny though. <laughs> That'd be so funny It's not really That expensive of a car well, especially if you're sharing it. Exactly. God damn. You know, one of these days they're finally gonna take on someone rich, you know, like uh, a Bobby Root. And then, like, his solution is like, I, no, I can just buy you another car. <laughs> you don't have to share it anymore. Or maybe they break up over the car. Oh, shit. And then who gets a car after that? Yeah, that it's like they can have a car study battle. No. <laughs> no way. That would be fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> because uh, Dino and Riddick are already doing comedy segments. Why not? So, just, just go with it, lah. Uh, if you if you don't think fighting over a car is comedy, <coughs> uh, then I don't think you know what comedy is. <laughs> or maybe pro wrestling has warped your reality so much that you think this is normal. <laughs> it's hundred percent comedy. Yeah. I'll go with it. Yeah. Uh, there's a hallway promo from the Undisputed Era. Yeah. Uh, That's, um, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's basic it's stuff. The same. Uh, saying that they're gonna beat them. Yeah. Uh, whoever Adam Cole's gonna be at the black and actually yeah. rules match, or and the Red over. Dragon guys are gonna destroy the shit out of uh, all their faces. Whoever is the number one contender. Correct. Uh, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, black versus Cole also has a sick promo package. Yeah. I can I really can't wait for that. This is my most anticipated of um, uh, takeover Philadelphia. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Uh, Roderick Strong took on Fabian Eichner. Yeah. Uh, and good one match. Good yeah. match. Good match. Great match. Mm. Roderick Strong once again. I mean, I didn't care when he came out, but then it's like when, well, he, he, starts, wrestled, when he starts wrestling, so like, good. You cannot not notice that shit. The Messiah of the backbreaker has a lot of interesting backbreakers. Yeah. The variations of backbreaker. The full Nelson backbreaker, the half Nelson backbreaker, <laughs> the power bomb into the backbreaker, yeah. the suplex into the backbreaker. Yeah. How many? Oh my god! It's, it's it, good. It, it looks so good. good. Fabian Eichner is quite dope And he's damn good at selling the shit. I really like Fabian Eichner from the CWC days. I, I, I thought he was fine. Right? And, and all his NXT matches have been great. I, I really wish uh, that he gets a push it, like maybe in six months from now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a little vignette for TM61, right? Mm, yeah, that comes after. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about Roddy getting on the mic first. Oh yeah, he went on to call out uh, uh, Lars Sullivan. Sullivan. And uh, la- just last week, Lars Sullivan called out Killian Dean. Yeah. So are they setting triple up a triple threat match? Why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? Two yeah. big guys against the underdog Roger Strong. Yeah, which means Roger Strong's probably gonna win. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, it will help. It will help. It will help. He's a great wrestler. He is. Yeah. Maybe that's when he joins NXT. <laughs> I keep bringing. I keep bringing him back. <laughs> It'd be fucking funny if he joins NXT again. Because he's like the most ordinary person in the world, right? 
<laughs> so great because he's now he done AOP, yeah. goes to sanity, and then after that goes into like heavy machinery or something. Yeah, no, but here with sanity is especially funny. It is. It's especially funny. They, I can just imagine like the promos that they cut backstage, yeah. you know, in the in the cages, and then the smoke <laughs> behind them, and then sanity just looking at each like this guy is so boring. <laughs> this guy is so boring. Why is he not as crazy as us? <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe when you're in the land of crazy, being sane is the insane thing to do. Oh shit, I did not think of it that way. Yeah, yeah. So wait, what do you think of this mic work today? Uh, it's basic lah. Yeah. Last Sullivan, I call you out. Something like that lah. The end. The end Yeah. There's a little vignette for... It was 61, very good. Yeah. Uh, I really like how they're telling the story of these two... How they came from Australia. Yeah, two pretty much unheralded Australian wrestlers. Mm. Who's been in NXT for quite a while. Yeah, but they... Have they been injured or why haven't they been... Yeah, I know, for the past year, they haven't been around. Year and a half. Uh, are they just de- developing, developing in the performance center? Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, they they, they did say that they had some training to do lah. Uh, were... I thought their promo, I thought their promo package was quite good. It yes. uh, it gave a little sneak peek into their personality, and I think they have great personalities. Okay. They were quite excellent works ah. Yeah, they uh yeah, it was the way that they intercut you know all the outtakes yeah. and they actually kept it yeah. for the actual promo package yeah. was quite good uh, and all the casting that they did yeah it, it gave you an insight into like they, these guys are really good blokes uh, and they're fun yeah. uh, the little bit where he said that like you know we know each other so well we have such great chemistry I know what he thinks and then the guy goes for a high five but, <laughs> you know, they didn't that, get the high five yeah. <laughs> it was all quite funny I, I didn't know that they were um, uh, they they got signed by Harley Race Harley Race initially. Yeah, from Australia, yeah. they came over for the training camp. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, I didn't uh, know that also. Harley Race was quite, uh, it's quite stringent. Yeah. yeah, he's a legend, but he's quite stringent with his trainees. Yeah. Um, for example, Kenny Omega didn't make the cut with Harley Race. Yeah. Um, which is quite a bitter thing for Kenny actually. Yeah, Kenny talks about it all the time because yeah. right? he looks at uh, Harley Race a lot. Yeah. But at the same time, also they have different philosophies to wrestling, yeah. obviously. Uh, and then they tried out for the WWE initially uh, when Seth Rollins was trying out and all those guys, you know. But back then they couldn't make the cut; they weren't good enough, and they recognized that. Uh, then they went over to Japan, yeah. spent some time in a dojo. Yeah. Uh, they were even in a what junior heavyweight champions, right? Tag team. Yeah, for they, some promotion. I yeah, they got the belts, and then Harley Race was sitting ringside. Yeah. And I I was amazed at how invested I was by that point in a, in one promo. In know? one very short vignette. When they won the tag team championships in a Japanese promotion that I don't know the name of. Yep. And then he went to ringside and said, wait till Harley Race. I yeah. was like, oh, good That's job, it. guys. Yeah. yeah. I hope Harley Race is feeling better after he breaking his legs. Yeah, I mean, he's an old man, so he's yeah. probably going to heal slow. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We we hope it's fine already. You know? Yeah, yeah. It it it's cool. Uh, I I like that they. I like I I like that I learned so much about them without actually having to see them wrestle yet. Yeah. It, it I really me, the last time Roxana wrestled was like before AOP debut, man. Yeah, it it gives me a level of investment in them. Oh, even sanity. Yeah, all those yeah. guys were not around yet. Yeah, it's not you the usual. You know, like you show a picture of them is like coming it was soon. Still, yeah, it was like yeah. Enzo Mori's time. Yeah, it was him and Big Cass was still a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, and, and it's not your usual, you know, promos where it's just like uh, yeah, them yeah, yeah. talking and then said like coming soon. You know, it's like a story. Good. Yeah, a story. And the fact Origin is, right, story, yeah. and, and the weird part is, right, we're getting part two next week and I'm actually looking forward <laughs> yeah, to it. <laughs> What's part two of the story? Of TM61? Yeah. <laughs> what? TM61 has like a mini documentary within NXT now. Not bad. And, and you know, like, what would be hilarious if there's like, stay tuned for part three. <laughs> <laughs> a little fucking mini series inside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the way to the debut. Um, one thing that was interesting to me afterwards uh, was this match between Lacey Evans and Aliyah. Ah, yes. 
By the way, it's um, Adia's birthday. Well, not tomorrow, but it's today. So. Wait, which Adia? Uh, the one that died. Lah. Oh, okay, yeah. I was thinking that should be the Adia you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But this is the, the NXT Adia. Yeah. Not. Uh, Who's not... a cat lady too? Yeah. yeah. I, forgot, I forgot the word that uh, the Nigel Beginners threw out. Something file. Feline uh, file. Or something like that. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, Lacey Evans is a heel. I didn't mm. know that. Um, she I... wasn't before this, but I guess they're making her one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the crowd was oh, trash. Calling everybody trash. Lacey Evans, for those of you who don't know what's in the CWC, uh, the former first lady of NXT was a moniker. Um, she used to be a Marine. Yeah. She was actually a SWAT, uh, SWAT team member in the military police of the Marine. Mm. Uh, she's a single mom. Uh, no, not single mom. She's a mom with mom. a daughter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, quite an action hero there, that you have. Not bad. Uh, she presents herself as uh, as the elite. Yeah. A, bit, a bit of a Captain America yeah. kind of vibe to her. Yeah. But uh, that kind of gimmick can also translate well into heelish yeah, uh, tendencies where you just tweak it a bit. Where instead of standing up for the downtrodden, you are instead like calling yourself better than them, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that was good. That's good. I really liked, uh, I mean, like, obviously Aaliyah was going to take the pin. Like, yeah. There's no way she's, nope. she's going to beat uh, Lacey Evans, who uh, NXT has spent a ton of time investing in. Yeah, they did. Uh, she, she's going to be a star. One day. Uh, great he work afterwards as well on the on mic, mic, saying that uh, I'm going to I'm gonna start clearing the trash yeah. of uh, the women's division in NXT. Maybe with yeah. the crazy people like Nikki Cross. Maybe, like, oh, you called out Nikki Cross? Yeah, maybe oh, okay. if, uh, whatever she is, Ember Moon, which is... Kind of interesting, interesting. Uh, quite biting. Uh. It was very biting right? because she's kind of implying that Amber Moon looks Spanish or like tran- like a transgender. Yeah, it's it's fucked up. Uh. it's really fucked up. And but she went there without actually saying it. Yeah, which is which is smart. Not bad. Because you know if she actually said it, there would be a ton of backlash. And what happens after that? Uh, and then Shayna Baszler comes out. It's like you want a piece of me. Missy <laughs> Evans smartly just walks away. Just walks away. Yeah. Cool and calm. Just, just walks away. She uh, goes into the ring, chokes yeah. out Aliyah. Yeah. Uh, Shayna, you know, she just wants blood. La. If yeah. she can't get Lacey Evans, there yeah. is a piece of meat in the ring, already so unconscious. Let's make her unconscious yeah. again. Yeah. One more time. Fantastic. And I, and I like this whole thing with what Shayna Baszler is doing. Mm-hmm. When she attacked Kairi Sane. Yeah. When she attacked uh, the Gota Kai. And then now she... Uh, or even that girl who was training in the, the performance training, center. Yeah. Uh, what she, what she was trying to do was trying to get uh, Amber Moon's attention, obviously, uh, and, and show her dominance. Yeah, yeah. But William Regal has constantly said that uh, this is not the way to get a title shot. This is yeah. not the way to get a title shot. You haven't earned it. Amber Moon even says that prior to this, you haven't earned it. Uh, it came to a point where she pushed Amber Moon so far that she is the first champion to challenge, to challenge the challenger. The challenger. Yeah, and she earned fell a- into the trap. She fell into the trap. Yeah. It was it was such a well laid plan. Yeah, brilliant heelish. Yeah. Plan. Uh without a single I mean uh the Except the Dakota Kai match. Yeah, except the the Kota Kai match, which um, you know she won. Yeah. But I mean she hasn't had a string of wins or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh she she lost to Kari Zane in the finals. In the finals of the, the women's uh Miyam Classic. Miyam Classic. Uh, so she I wouldn't say she's earned a title shot nope. but she's smart enough to get there to manipulate the situation she manipulated the situation fantastic yeah yeah uh, I, yeah uh, how Amber Moon fell into a trap like this because <laughs> she's a face she's faces are dumb stupid <laughs> the rule is if you're a face you're stupid <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, to continue that theme right yeah. uh, Johnny Gargano fell for Velveteen James trap too <laughs> This was a stupid. This was a lucky. This was a stupid trap. Yeah, yeah. 
you went through an entire tournament yeah. to get the number one contender spot. <laughs> After like a fatal four way, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's but so- brilliant by Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream basically said you haven't, you shouldn't be beaten as the black, you haven't yeah. earned it yet. And then Serena Vegas correctly pointed out that uh, Andrade is 2-0 against Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Uh, what makes you think the third time is going to be any different? He's just going to lose again. I want yeah. like a deserving champion like Velveteen Dream. <coughs> And then William Regal insert there, right there. Yeah, again, uh, William Regal says no. Yeah, because you know, you know he know, he's a man of principle. Yeah, he earned it, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's he no went way. To the there's no way a Velveteen Dream can just like cut the line. Yeah, no way. But he did because Johnny Gargano is a stupid face. <laughs> okay, the second stupid face. Both the champions are dumbass. Yeah, I'm sorry. The number one contender, contender. and the champion. Johnny Gargano <laughs> went to the ring and said, "I heard you talking behind my back. Uh, I'm gonna put up my number one contendership against you." Why? <laughs> but okay, no reason. Velveteen Dream. Is I mean his last match was a loss by the way. <laughs> so But I'm excited for it. I mean it's gonna be a good match. It's gonna be a good we match. already know it's a good wrestler. And Johnny Galano is Johnny Messing. Come yeah. on. Uh probably gonna be still the show lah. It might even it uh, might. take over Philadelphia. Might. Yeah. Exciting, just you know, stupid faces falling <laughs> into traps. But we don't mind, we don't mind. Oh uh, Ember Moon and Johnny Galano. <laughs> what the hell guys? See this is why it's always more profitable to be a heel. Or yeah, yeah. At least with Andrade, right, it's not Andrade pulling the strings. No, it's Zelina Vegas. Yeah. Uh, Velveteen Dream even didn't do quite that no. much here. She just saw an opportunity and she went for it. Fantastic. Brilliant. Uh, brilliant manager, see? Yes, brilliant manager. Uh, the, f- the main event was Authors of Pain uh, taking on Street Profits. Taking on Street Profits. Who up until this point, I believe, are undefeated. Yeah, I think so. Wow, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Authors of Pain ended the Street Profits uh, Shriek. undefeated Street. Yeah, but it was a good match. Good match, good match. Uh, but it it's it made um, Street Profits look legitimate. They did because they've only been beating kind of jobbers up until yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, but Autosopian are clearly a level above. Yeah. But they did they, they hung hung out lah. I mean, they could hang with with the AOP lah. They did, they did. Uh, yeah. but AOP did win clean after the they Super did. Collider. Yeah. So I guess AOP will face a uh, Red Dragon in Philly. Why not? Yeah. Um, AOP is kind of like in a Brock Lesnar situation or Asuka situation where he sh- they're not really a face or a heel. Yeah. They're just monsters. Lah. Yeah. And I guess Monster's got no alignment. And because you can't speak English, so that's why they have the Paul Ellering to... Paul Ellering doesn't even really do much. They just talk. Yeah. yeah. Which helps, huh? Yeah. I, I really think that like if they ever get called up, either they should be in a faction with Mojo, or, they, sh- or they should be with the club. With the club. With the club. Yeah. 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 Big bruising champions. Yeah. Why not? With the club, yeah. But then there'll be so many tech teams in the club. Uh, True. But I mean, isn't that like the uh, original Google Club anyway? True. Yeah. But I mean, there's only one tag team title. Uh. No, um, my plan is for the club to have chapters. The Raw chapter and the SmackDown ah, chapter. Ah, okay. Uh, and AOP will be with AJ Styles. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Oh shit, that's a quite a good plan. Where like, you know, the, the faction can take over both brands. Ah, uh. uh, yeah. And then like in SummerSlam, they have like a faction versus faction or something. Uh, yeah, but like, you know, before then, you know, you can have like, uh, you know, one of those like, um, Interbrand uh, pay-per-views, then yeah. you can have them standing in the ring, all, yeah. all six members with belts. Not a bad idea. You know, world champion here, universal champion here, tag team champions there, tag team champions there. Yeah. Finn Balor, second time universal champion. Yeah, he, how, ne- how he never would, lost. He never lost the championship? He's, he's still the universal champion in my eyes. Yeah, he's a legit universal champion. I know, he beat Sir Rollins clean that time. He exactly. beat Sir Rollins again. Exactly. But you know, he didn't get a pin. But he didn't get a pin. Yeah. Too, yeah. too bad there's no uh, Shane McMahon to come out. Yeah, <laughs> to, to like restart the match. Or, or put, or, or, or put on, yeah, or put on the referee shirt himself. Yeah. yeah. 
Too bad. You know, you know, another enough opportunity <laughs> where your GMs just put on referee shirts and become referees. That's the way it goes, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, tune in next week. We'll be talking about Raw Twenty Five. Raw Twenty Five. Can we next pull out? Oh, is it? Did he yeah. play another quad? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, d- I just read a report that he pulled out. I didn't see what yeah. was the reason why. He, yeah, he probably pulled a quad walking to his car. Ah, yo. Yeah. I mean, it happens to him all the time. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Oh, actually, before we go, we should talk about um the signings of uh, War Machine and Ricochet. Ah, War Machine and Ricochet! Yeah. <gasps> Ricochet! Uh, War Machine was kind of um predicted. predicted. Uh, we all kind of knew that yeah. their NJPW Wrestle Kingdom 12 match was going to be the last, last match. match. They uh, gave the rub to the other teams. Yeah. Uh, which is fine yeah. you know. Uh, that's what you do on the way out uh, War Machine has been courting with the WWE for a long time mm-hmm. uh, they were previously ROH and NJPW stars love them very love athletic, them. athletic tag team big men uh, big, big men who are men. agile yeah. and I don't mean agile like uh, they can do kind of like oh uh, no they top rope agile yeah they top rope agile I, I, I don't mean that you know like you know oh Yokozuna goes to the second rope and then no, like, he sits on no, someone no, no, no. I don't mean that kind of agile. Like I mean, sleepy these, agile. These guys do like fucking cartwheels into like moonsaults and yeah. shit like that, you know. For fucking big guys. And, and these, these guys are either the size or it might be even bigger than heavy machinery. Yeah. This this is that's the size we're talking about. Uh. Ooh, I love them so much. And um, I'm I'm looking forward to either feuds with if they're gonna go to NXT, you know, feuds with heavy machinery makes total sense. Yeah. Beefy fun. Beefy feuds fun. with AOP will make sense. If AOP is not called up by then, lah. Yeah, or if they go straight to the main roster, a feud with uh, Bludgeon Brothers. Okay. Total sense. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. I just want like beef, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Just a lot of meat on st- on the in the ring. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, or maybe like, Sanity or Killian Dean. Not bad. Not bad. Oh idea. my god! So many, so much potential. A lot. Um, Ricochet to me seems destined for NXT first. Yes. And then maybe two or five life. Two or five. Considering life. his size. And he's po- he's actually a very popular indie wrestler. Yeah, sure. Uh, he could inject some life into two or five life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's been doing a great job as King Puma. Yeah. Prince Puma. Prince Puma over in uh, Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground. Uh, he's also been uh, working ROH, on and off in ROH and NGPW. And other PWG, I think. Correct, yeah. yeah. He's, he's quite prolific in PWG, PWG as well. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are unaware of Ricochet, check out his matches. Yeah, I mean, uh, his was a controversial match with him and uh, Will Ospreay, Ospreay, where yeah. half the population of wrestling fans didn't like it, the other half loved it. Uh, he represents a new school of wrestling. It, he uh, does. But much like Will Ospreay, he's actually learned to kind of... Um, Psychologicalize. <laughs> inject psychology into the match. Yeah, uh, he's evolved. Uh, so yes. where he is uh, a nice hybrid of the old school and the new school. I love him. He's more like Sami Zayn now than just a flippy flippy person. Mm-hmm. And where he is ripped. He is ripped, man. Yeah, yeah. Man. Uh, Still young, he's only 29. So yeah. it's not, he's not past his prime or anything. Nope. I mean, considering Good that uh, guys like AJ Styles came in at like when he was 40. 38. 38, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I mean uh, Ricochet still has a good decade left in him uh. yeah. so good time for him to come up don't mind uh, I just I'm, I'm just sad that Neville is not here because uh, Neville, oh, be such a a Neville Ricochet thing. match will be flippy as fuck uh. but it epic yeah mm-hmm. leather match or something can we get Neville back can someone convince Neville to come back his, his contract is still with the WWE yeah, he, he's, they're holding on to it because you know non-compete yeah, they, they're holding on to him so that he can't go earn a living elsewhere yeah. but at the same time he's just at home earning a paycheck writing this out I know, but I really like Neville. I love Neville. Uh, maybe he'll be a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble. Who knows? That'd be cool. Who knows? You know. And if he claims the title from Enzo, yeah, that'd be even cooler. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Let's I, see. I, feuds like Neville versus Ricochet should be what two or five is all about. Yeah. Not Enzo lah. 
Exactly. And so let's bring life into 255. I do, I uh, agree. We, we, we've talked about that before, but yeah. just not legitimate enough like, as an in-ring performer. Especially when Neville's championship round was such one of the best things about 255. Correct, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah but I mean, we're excited about Ricochet. If, he, if he goes to um, NXT, I, yeah. really, I would love to see a match with Johnny Gargano. Yeah. I'd love to see a match with Alistair Black. Yeah. Uh, Anybody, man. Jesus, yeah, actually anybody. Yeah, Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. Oh shit. Because they're both of similar stature. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's bigger, lah, but can lah. Yeah, Adam Cole is a two five foot. He is. He is. Yeah. yeah. Man, Adam Cole as a two five champion. Quite cool, also. Yeah. That will raise the, the game. You, you need guys like Adam Cole, Neville, Daniel Bryan. To be uh, yeah, your two five to make your cruiserweights a legitimate division. Ma- Masi television la. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm not I'm not like throwing shade at the division right now because they're all good wrestlers. Yeah, but they, they, there is no marquee name. No I mean, yeah, and there's no Yeah, there's yeah, correct, no marquee name. There's no real storyline that you want to be invested in. Yeah. When when your biggest star and I mean this literally your biggest star is Enzo Amore, right? Yeah. And no doubt he's Popular, but when that's your biggest draw, it's it's in it's in trouble. It's very right? limited, la. It's very trouble. Yeah, yeah, it's limited. And the only reason that these amazing wrestlers in two five five can't get over is because they can't get the rub from Marquinim. Yeah, you need a Marquinim to put you over. Correct. Um, Cedric Alexander beating Arya Davari after every week, like we've seen n- it. Nobody cares. We, we don't care. Graham Metali and TJP don't care. Fantastic matches, you know. The great matches. But in the end, you don't get the rub, yeah. You don't get the audience investment that you want. Exactly. Yeah. That bit might change in a few months. Yeah, so um, I mean, yeah, we're excited to see Ricochet and our War Machine in the WWE. Congrats to them. Yay! Yeah, uh, catch you next week. We'll talk about Raw 25. Yeah, man. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.